Mama! Mama! We made it! What it, what it, what it do, though? You damn right. Y'all know what time it is. It's a gorgeous evening. We got my brother M. Dot for mayor in the building. What it do? What's good? Hey, what's good? What's clap? Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Nushi. And we got Roushi in the building. Got Roushi's golden uncle, Ooh. my Caucasian brother from another in the building. <laughs> hey, I really love that intro. That, that was. I love that you, was, bro, for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because every, every time a guest comes on, we're like, yeah, we're going to do the little intro. And they always like, it's like, wait, y'all do that every episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> you guys do that live? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I thought it funny. was a recording. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I thought was about to play. He's like, all right, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to this little jingle. <laughs> I'm like, I like it, though. I like you it. feel me? That's um, my brother, it's, it's an absolute honor to have you on. Yo, thank um, you so I'm much. really excited. You are truly an incredibly creative human being. And, you know, you and I have been, you know, how many times can a new say you know on the podcast? Uh, somebody take notes. And we <laughs> no, a very but, special guest. Yeah, for real. But, you know, we, <laughs> again, <laughs> but we've been trying to link up. And because we always, this is the beauty about people in the culture is that a lot of cats see one another, know one another, offshoot. And it's just like, do we really know one another? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And the beauty of, I feel like, this platform, and especially just, like, the search to be curious with one another mm-hmm. is that we find out so much depth beneath the layers of the external creativity, and you get to appreciate the creative so much more when you have an idea of how they've come to wherever point it is, mm-hmm. whether it's in the beginning, middle, blasting off like a rocket ship. But I feel like... Knowing the human being is so vital to being able to appreciate uh, the art, if you will. It's such a no. It is. I I definitely agree. Uh, And you know, I I feel like I have an interesting story to tell. You know, you most definitely do. (laughs) So that's why I was excited to come on here. You know, because I see that you guys uh, kind of follow interesting stories. Yeah, for real. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Know yeah, that. No, yeah, thank man. you, thank you, man. Uh, let's let's start it right off. Like, where 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 were you born? Where 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 did you call home in the early stages of your life? Well, I was born in Pasadena. Oh, uh, what part? Uh, like North Pasadena, like Altadena. Yeah, Altadena. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so my wife is from Altadena. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, dude, I know, I, I know, I know that Altadena. He's like, what Pernadina, part? He's like, bro, Pasadena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Muir. Yeah, oh, John Muir. Yeah, exactly. My mom, my aunt. My dad, my uncle, like a lot of generations with John Muir. That's right. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, so I was, you know, born there, raised there till middle school, and you know, I, like I moved around a lot, um, like pretty much like every from once I once I left uh, Altadena from like every year I like moved around a lot. Pretty much every school year I moved. Really? Yeah. Probably. From what age did that start? Uh, I guess I would say from from like ten to about sixteen, like I moved every year, like Just every crazy. year. Yeah. What the fuck was that like? Uh, it was shitty at first, and then you know you just uh, I don't know. I guess you I, I guess you just get used to it, and you like the attachment, like the 
I guess that kind of creates attachment issues maybe in the long run. But uh, <laughs> No, you know, we have tons of guests on here that like have gone through that moving stage. Like the army kids. family and just yeah, like yeah, the yeah. moving and, a lot. And so so you, you just kind of like, you just don't, you don't grow that deep. You know what I mean? Like, mm. You know. If it's so gonna if, if if it's gonna end soon, why invest so much? It's kind of the exactly not and necessarily not that, but it's like you just gotta. It's like getting to a point where you know, like it's gonna end. It's like knowing, like I'm probably not even gonna be here next year. Wow! But it was like, but like y'all, my homies, and maybe we'll link up later in life, which has happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm still friends with people where it's like that. I moved that year, and I like yeah. linked up later in life and yeah. cool and stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of what pretty much happened. So it was like that was kind of like a lot of. Uh, I guess isolations. Like I don't really have like uh, that many childhood friends. Mm. Mm. All my like childhood friends and essentially start from like like high school, like freshman year, because that's Got when it. they like stopped, you know. And then, so that's that's like childhood friends. So I don't have people from like oh I knew them since I was like four years old, Man. five years old. Like you know, what like, type of kid were you like during the early stages? Like what what, what were your interests? Um, I think I like I, I was I was definitely. In, I was definitely into sports from jump, like, you know, into basketball, heavy from jump, into different, like, into, like, make, like, kind of, like, building things, like, making things, like, I don't know, where it's, like, model cars or, like, tracing paintings or tracing tracing pictures and p- making my own colors in them. Mm. Uh, like, if I got, like, grounded on punishment, some shit like that, I would just, like, draw, like, everything out of the source. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so so during, like, my, like, Fifth, fifth to like seventh grade, like I was like fucking up a lot, so I was like on punishment like all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened? Up years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what happened? It was like it's almost like 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 when niggas is locked up. I guess you like find something to do with your time, and so I would just like go through this. I was like I just lo- like I just always loved the source and all the uh, you know double XL. Yeah. Uh, vibe everything like my whole room bro since like since i was like eight was just like covered in magazine yeah like there wasn't an inch of white on my walls like it was like you you know what i'm saying so i felt like since i was like little i was just kind of just like uh in this like chamber of like the this this culture you know Mm. hip-hop culture wherever it was like at a section for all the girls you know i do the eye candy yeah there's a whole section of wall for that (laughs) i had a whole section for all the brands the little johnny blaze and Nietzsche, like you know, it's really that's just how that's just how I like lived. Like, were you know? replenishing that? Like, as as kind of the issues came out? Yeah, for sure. Like, so after so every like like month or two, I'd be like, "Yo, this shit. Oh, the new shit can't jump. Like, this shit ain't even dope no more. They didn't drop the new shit, so now I gotta take that off. Put up the new shit. You know, new magazines. You know." And I know my my mom would hate that shit, but I would just, I start. I don't want these all. Every, every new place we move to. You know, each year, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't do the same shit with your last room. I don't want my walls covering this shit. And I started with one, then two, then three, then my shit was covered. It's it. funny. It's funny as kids, like we all did that though. For like, sure, that yeah. was that was the thing. It's like That's a all big right, fact. Every piece of wall is immediately covered. Yeah, then yeah. You, then you turn into an adult. It wasn't yeah. like it, it wasn't <laughs> like vision boarding, but we were cutting shit out to like yeah. put it on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. So so still so, so think like. <laughs> My breakdown process every year, I was like taking those with me. You know what I mean? So I gotta now remove like each one. You know what I mean? Like that's like a whole like whole thing right there. And then so I stack them up all neatly, go to the next wherever it was, and then just like put them up accordingly. Uh, Yeah, bro. So that was like um, that was my that was like the child. That was like kind of like my childhood up until you know it was just basketball and like. Just obsessed with music and music videos. I would like mm. record a, a bunch of 
I guess in a sense, mixtapes. With a, it was really literally a mixtape, and I would just record off the radio, crazy, uh, all the songs. My cousin, he would buy all the CDs. I would dub everything, like you know, like off. You know, you can like <laughs> you can say you can put the CD in and then record it to, to from the yes. tape. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> All the know. time. So <laughs> I remember, the like the the first thing I ever did was like my first project was like uh, DMX, uh, DMX first album, mm. and then I put that on tape and I just listened to it over and over, you know, and because I didn't, I couldn't like buy CDs or whatever. So yeah, man, that, that that whole time I think I was just like finding like my identity through like. Uh, just like music, fashion, just like through the whole culture of it mm. all, like, because I probably didn't really have one because I was just moving so much, you know, like I didn't have like. Did it take a toll on you, like all moving the moving so much? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, not like crazy where I couldn't like handle it, but yeah. it's definitely like. But as kids, it's still hard. Yeah, you know, like I said, you just don't, you know, you just try not to attach to situations, and mm. it's just more colder approach at yeah. things, like you know. Um, what, what were your parents like? Uh, my mom, she like worked super hard. She uh, worked like two jobs like all the time, you know. Yeah. So it was like I have, a, I have a, a younger sister. I have a lot of siblings, but I have a younger full sister that that lived with whatever. Uh, so it was just, a lot of times it was just, even during that time it was just me and her. Like we kind of uh, was in the sense like my mom would get home to probably like eleven at time wow. at the time. So we was at home, you know. Uh, from what, like two to men, you know what I mean? So put ourselves to sleep, all that. So it was, yeah, it, it was crazy. You know, like I, like, like I, like I was saying, he was looking like from, like just like where I came from, you know, it was practically like, like nothing, always like in the scenes, like, you know, people say that, but it kind of was like, like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you got to like figure out food, you know, yeah. but your mom, like your parents not there or your mom ain't there because my parents got divorced and I was like five. So mm-hmm. when your mom ain't there, then... You just gotta figure it out. Like mom's out, out there trying to work to make uh, to, to, to even keep like floating. Put whatever's not there. Yeah, there, you know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah, you know. So uh, that was like. So there's a lot of that. You know what I mean? And so I guess it's more of a toll and just like uh, I guess withdrawn emotionally mm-hmm. from a lot of stuff. Like you know. You think it made you grow up quick? Yeah, definitely. Like I had to, you know. Like Especially I had to, like, like being an older brother to your sister mm-hmm. too. Yeah, exactly. Without a parent. Yeah, you know? ex- exactly. So I just had to like figure out ways to like get money to like eat and shit. You know, like I. So when I moved to Vegas, so I always say like Vegas is like was the start <laughs> of like I guess uh, like the loss of like innocence. Innocence. Okay. Vegas is okay. just like. Yeah, it is. It's just like a crazy place for like a kid to like grow up, bro. For sure. Was that the first place you moved to or? Uh, no, that was, that was like the second. It was like th- doing L.A. back and forth. Like I live with my grandma oh, gotcha. here okay. and there, you know, and then that was even crazy. So so I guess I'll go there, like living with my grandma, like even like at a super young age from like six, seven, eight, whatever. Like it was just do- predominantly like uh, Hispanic Mexican hood, like. 18th Street, just like whole territory strong. And this one, like, shit was like cracking. It was, it was the I only black it. family on the street. Wow. So, so I didn't even really grow up with like black people, like, from my whole, like, first, like, early years. You know, it was just like all, like, all my first friends was Mexicans. Shout out Beto, shout out Ramon. Those are my first two friends in life. You know I mean? feel that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and I don't know, I don't know where they at, but to this day, it would be like all love, like, you know. Absolutely. And so, uh, 
Yeah, and so my so my grandma lived there like ever since I was born, and like even you know till I was like sixteen. Then then uh, then she moved to the jungles, and then that's where she's at now still. And so basically, yeah. So that that's kind of how it was. I was like in this like in a sense like um, I don't want to say war zone because there's there's worse place, but. I guess it's it's just it was mad dangerous, like you know. Absolutely, it was. I'm not. Even, I mean, in those you know, types of hoods, like yeah, absolutely. In that in those in that time too, yeah, yeah you know, for sure. Like it wasn't like no play play, nothing. Like you know, and then just have to like. And still, being the only African American family in the whole spot, in the, on the block, like maybe Wild. maybe four blocks, maybe like because it's because like, it was really segregated with like blacks, you know, like the Crips and the, and the yeah. 18s, and then they're like got their own beefs going on, and like which is. That's kind of what it was. It was more like them, the, the, all the stuff I saw it was like them beefing with like with each other. You know, it was more, it wasn't like, like I said, I didn't see the black side, like, you know, to like mm. later, you know, it was just like, just dropped in this like Mexican turmoil, you know, it was like, <laughs> yo, you know, like, 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 I, like I'll be looking back like, yo, this shit was wild. Like, what the fuck was he doing there? Like, you know, like when I looked like, what, what were we doing there? Just dropped in this like whole uh i don't know what maybe drug war they was going through yeah but you know what i mean drive-bys like you know uh there's times like i had a homie uh robert and then me and robert being like in a few situations he was my neighbor he lived across the street and then he was like he was one of the he, he was like a, he was one of the, he was one of the good like kids he was like uh kind of like geeky kind of more like geeky video game kind of messing with so we play video games all the yeah time. Shop it up about whatever stuff, Pokemon, dumb shit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so one time we was, like, hanging out outside his crib, which is cross street. It, like, just got dark. Then we hear, the, hear like, the skirt up the block. Skirt! And then, like, you just hear, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And then, Yo. so we kind of get behind the wall, like, where he was. And then the bullets are, like, kind of tinging off this dude's gate. And it's, like, ting, 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 ting. Like, oh you can hear this God. shit, bro. Oh, my like, God. Like, this is... This is facts, bro. I wish you like I could. Uh, he he could vouch. You know what I'm saying? No, like, for, no, we you know get I mean? that. Like, it's just like <laughs> we don't. We yeah. don't. We, we don't need the vouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. just know? mind blown. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So and then, so and then you know then my my grandma is coming out, pops coming out like yo calling for me like you know oh and then so God. and it's just like wow what the fuck happened like you know and then even so then that then then that that's a moment and then then just like even like 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 going down the street. You know, you got to walk down certain streets and then it's like whole crib things and then like niggas trying to put you on. And I, I, used to always, I was always like, like I've always been like a like like a leader, bro. Like I never, like gangbanging was always so dumb to me because mm-hmm. I felt like it was just like some follower shit, you know? Yeah. And then even when it was like super um, impressionable, like. Absolutely. You know, late 90s, early 2000s, it was just like ridiculously like yeah. Cali is active, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, especially in the city, like yeah, and it was even in like pop culture, like with, yeah. with music and everything of the that time. That was that was that was feeling the shit even more. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like yeah. adding to it. Like Snoop was at like the highest. He was like with no limit at the highest point. Every every, every gangster artist was just it was it. You know that was yeah. like the, that was like the thing to listen to, uh, and just be like. And were you ever targeted as a kid for being the the anomaly in the neighborhood, or was it kind of like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the time. But I just I played sports, and I was just always funny, so that like saved me. Got like, it. Through a lot of situations, you know what I'm wow. saying? Because it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why? You yeah. Know? You weren't trying to be like. Yeah, I wasn't pressing a line. I wasn't acting like I was pressing a line. I was completely like, bro, I don't bang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I ain't trying to bang. So from that point, it is what it is, and and, 
And it was it's times where that ain't even enough. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. people still push the issue. Like, and so yeah, you know, so so in a sense, you you have to. I get it where it's like, like you have to be, you have to find affiliation without banging because it's like you really out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you're already out here, but you're like really, really, you know. So it's like it kind of, kind of be just like at a distance to where it's like, all right, he maybe we don't want to fuck with him. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like maybe we don't, you know. But if it's if you have just no like protection, nothing. Like man, I've seen so many people get what it's called today bullying. Like. You know, like that was like everybody got bullied. Like that yeah. wasn't even, that was like it was just survival. Like the other kids were just surviving, so they had to pick on the other kids. Like to think when you when you put children surviving. and surviving together, it's like it's just one of those things where you're just like, yeah, that man, it's, it's, all these kids, man, it's just it, it sucks. Like they like they their brothers, their brothers banged out, their mama banged out, the daddy banged out. And, but it's like my homie, and then like my, I have like a nice grandma, and my dad's banged out. But it's like my grandma is like only was the only probably thing that was like good, you know? Like, wow. Because I mean, we would have just been like burnt, just like the rest of those kids. Like, so my grandma is the only level-headed, level-headed person around, just like how grandmas are. You know? Absolutely. So. Uh, that's why I always visit her and whatever, call her every holiday to this day. What was know? her what was her influence like on you? Well, it was just like super nurturing, like, you know, uh, just because she was just there, like all the mm. time, like just mm-hmm. in whatever we needed, you know, it was like, shit, one of the first times we didn't have to worry about like food, you know, like, wow, like we always was good, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, so it was on oh, my bad. You so did. it was just that, it was just that, like. It was it was just knowing like, like damn, it's cool inside yeah. the house. You know what I'm saying? That's such a, a paradox of like, half of you feels a comfort and a safety in this house, in a neighborhood where you feel so unsafe. But like safe, I'm saying safe with like the basic needs of like food and yeah. the nurturing aspect. And exactly. Like kind of a basic. caring family figure. Yeah. yeah. It's like exactly. basic, or a present family figure. So that's and I always and I and I always knew I always realized that even then. In like seventh grade, like damn, like my situation is different than like some of theirs, you know. Yeah. Spend a night at some of their house and like ain't no parents, nothing. They just it's basically like you live in a house by yourself. Like that's how like a lot of my friends were. There wasn't no parents. Like man, what parents? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Where? Not even a mama. Like you know, sometimes like just like I'm like, dude, you just got a whole house by yourself. Everyone can hang over there. There's no curfew. There's no fucking like bedtime you know there's just nothing like you know like at my house i was in i had to be in bed by eight tv off all that type shit <laughs> yeah. then these dudes just like you know and then even a lot of my cousins like that just caught in this whole uh i don't know i i, I look at it as like it's like this whole systematic thing of just like this repetition mm-hmm. it's just it's the perpetuating cycles you know man and yeah um like uh so then another side is like my like my cut like my favorite cousin like larry he uh he had, he he passed when he was nineteen. He got like killed. And, oh and man! He was from BPS. Got killed, whatever. Mm. So, but when he was younger, it was like we always like he. It was always like a tear because he knew like like dang like you different, but he never gonna get out. You know what I'm saying? Like he never was going to get to be different. You know, like mm. wow. Like, I knew that. You know, and even like him. 
like hearing my mom get shot was like super sad and it was like like fuck but it's like it's not surprising because it's like the army you know what i mean you're not these things like happen when you sign up to be in the army or you sign up to be in a gang a super active one where it's like you know people just shooting at this point yeah it's like what do you do you know what i mean it's like yeah. you only can be so sad like you know it's different than when it's just like an innocent person that has nothing to do with nothing but it's like it's like damn bro like why you do like you know why you do that and i would always like it's crazy because uh i would always tell him like because at that point i was like kind of moving at like a uh like a dope pace like you know just in my life in general and i was just kind of just trying to like you know tell him like bro like man like there's more life like you know what i mean like it's yeah. tight out here like man you gotta come like gotta come fuck with me like fuck with what i be doing whatever the case is and it's like boom dead you know 19 <laughs> years old never gonna see nothing like you know like so they say that oh you'd be grateful to make it to this age like that stuff ain't like uh, that's cliche. real you know mm-hmm. like that's facts dude and so fuck. when it be like oh uh, i'm happy to be here like yes nigga like you know so well uh, even even how and sorry to interrupt but yeah, it's yeah. just what's crazy to me is even the way you're talking about all this yeah is so matter of fact but it's something so heavy yeah and i just wanted to point that out because it's like if I was talking about that, the story would be like, man, so I had to, I grew up in this crazy <laughs> area. And, yeah, yeah, and, it, and it would be filled with like this. Like, like dramatized. Really yeah. dramatized. And that's just kind of like how if you don't, if you didn't grow up in that atmosphere, it is dramatized in your mind. It is for me. Yeah. But, but the way you're telling this story is so matter of fact. And you're saying incredibly sad and heavy things like your 19 year old cousin got shot like you were a part of you know but a drive even, by that but, just but, but it's like what's crazy what's even deeper with that is that it was somebody from his own hood <laughs> like when they say oh it be your man your own man's be like that's like yo that's what happened you know what i mean and then so then you go to the funeral and then there's like he's he ha- he's there he has to be there because he's the whole hood there and then there's like the family it's like split in half and then it's just like like which one of you niggas did it like you wow. know type shit you know so that's like the plot twist on that fuck you know and it's just like right like i told you like uh my grandma stay over there so it's pretty much like two blocks away you know well, she's kind of known in, in these communities like whether it's the, the 18th street side or the jungle side it's like that just lovely older well, woman she, well, she, that that that's not necessarily her. That wasn't no, because she was more like, like um, kind of like off. Like nah, she didn't really mingle with people like that. Got it. You okay. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and everywhere she went, she was always the building manager for some reason. So okay, <clears throat> I guess in the building in a sense, but like as far as like the neighborhood, like nah, she don't she don't rock like that. Like, okay, you know. Sure. If it ain't hers, then you know. I respect you know, that. So that's that, that's kind of was that. Like my my house wasn't the house for all the, the homies to come over. Yeah, you know, I had to like go elsewhere. Your your house had rules. Yeah, and yeah, restrictions. You know what I mean, like exactly. <laughs> like, if you came to my house, it was like, if you, if it was you, my dog. Yeah. Like, you know? If you like, walked in the door, grandma had her foot down. You felt it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You walked on her floor. You know what I'm yeah. No, me in there doing it. You know what I mean? Like that's my grandma. Like you know what I'm saying? And then then like the other side, then I like lived with. Uh, my grandpa, who's in Pasadena, you know, who I was like, who I lived with a lot and kind of like helped raise me too. Uh, and then they're and then they're just like, 
that's where the whole like uh, where I got like my tough I guess kind of tough skin you know which really like bro all this shit like it sounds sad and it sounds like fucked up it's formative which, which it is but like I'm so glad that it happens mm. you know what I'm saying like it's like like I'm glad that yeah. it happened. It makes me happy. That I mean, bro, that's the be- that's the that that's like, the beauty of, of of this thing called life, right? In that all of these events that we go through, whether it's positive or whether it's uh, you know completely catastrophic, yeah. If we come out on the other side, and also we have a, a, a kind of that mentality of like willingness to grow, these things are formative. Mm-hmm. They may shape us and put a little more grit on our skin or one whatever, you know, the events may be. But these everything in life that happens that yesterday shaped today. Yeah. You know, what's crazy, too, that I want to point out, bro, you have such a positive energy about you when you came in. It's just like smiles. It's good vibes. Like, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) we, We just met. And it's just like you radiate big facts, huge positive energy. Yeah, in your in your aura, and uh, to dive to di- to dive already this this far in your journey, I'm not even but a teenager to, yet at this point. But to, but, for real, <laughs> and just for real, but but just hearing like where you come from, it's like the you know going with, where you're saying, Nushi, it's like these are the things that shape you, and I would have never guessed that from you know uh, the cover of your book. Yeah, you, when you came into this this, and place. and I, I I've never wanted to be like. Always since I was younger, I just wanted to like, like, that's why my grades were always fucked up because I just wanted to make people like laugh or some shit or just mm. like make it seem like whatever I was going through at home was like not, you know, the real, you know what I mean? Mm. So I was just kind of just like this super like likable guy, you know, always, you know, yeah. but the realities was like different, you know, people didn't, from wherever I moved from, they didn't know where I came from before. It was just yeah. like mm. this person now you know what I mean and, yeah uh not saying I was creating new identities or nothing but it's just like you just you just know you know what I'm saying like you say you just met me you just know what you know you know Absolutely. you don't know the whole full thing like you was there the whole way you know yeah because no one was because <laughs> we just moved somewhere so no one was, uh, was like, there <laughs> yeah. you know so it, but us but me my mom and my sister we the only ones that know you know what I'm Man. saying so it, I think it took uh till you know like I said so you know we all that stuff happens through middle school, all these different situations, you know. Me, so, Beto, Ramon, we're all, we, we're all in middle school at this point, seventh grade. They're, they're super influenced by the 18s now, you know, because now they're at the age of it where you're supposed to get put on, basically, like, you know, that middle school is like, sixth grade is like the time where you're supposed to get put on, like, you know, you're about to start getting pressed and recruited. Yeah. <laughs> by, by everybody. It's crazy to me that, like, Gang culture gets them at that young age because it's like you're so impressionable and it's blood in, blood out. Yeah. Like this system is really going to get a fucking kid that's in the fifth or sixth or seventh grade and be like blood in, blood out. Like when naturally it's like the camaraderie and, you know, there's so many things going on, but it's like to make a life choice that's forever at that point and especially mm-hmm. as, as chaotic and, and dangerous as it is and nothing against these these gang cultures, but I mean, but... From the standpoint of like, damn, the recruitment process is like, let's get you while you're young. Yeah, because I and it's a lot too, man. It's just like the, like how you think, like I guess black people have it, like they have it even worse. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're, what do you mean? Their living circumstances are way worse than ours. Like wow. you know what I'm saying? So 
their parent situation is way worse to think about. Like, how could it be better? You know, <laughs> they just got here or whoever. They don't know really English. They don't really, you know what I mean? So all my friends had like chickens in their living room, like dead ass. We're talking to LA, bro. I'm not lying to you. Like, like you know, like, like. Ramon had chicken Yo, in his living room. Shout out to Ramon you know, and his chicken. Like, dog, his whole family, he had a family of like eight and they lived in this fucking shed, bro. Like, wow. You know, like, I'm talking, this, you know, we're talking Adams, bro. You know, this ain't somewhere far. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like. <laughs> this you know, is like Ventura County yeah, Oxford. Yeah, you know what I mean? They, 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 dog, they, it's, it was about eight of them, man. They lived in a shed. You know what I mean? Wow. He had a court that we made on the door of his shed and we played basketball. You know? <laughs> Like it sounds, I'm not trying to make it sound like a like no. A it's just a shout it's out to so y'all true. like enterprising, <laughs> resourceful essence yeah. to have it's a core so of chicken true, dude. Like dribbling around chickens and shit. Like you know, it's so true. You know, and it's just like, uh, <laughs> like, and it's crazy because I ain't even like talked about all this shit in a minute, and I'm just like thinking about it. Like, damn, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we fucking made this shit on the doorway to the shed where his whole family lived. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. all just there, yeah. you know, like, whatever. Uh, and so they was, you know, uh, and it kind of, and Beto's in the same similar situation. And uh, we even had younger kids, which is kind of like our little homies. And then they was super impressionable, you know, because the the essays was really on the block. Like, you know, and these yeah. are the cats with, like, tats all over their face, all over their head. Yeah. You know, these are the cats buying us ice cream and, like, throwing us the football. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it, may, it start. you can see kind of why when absolutely like, it ain't your daddy buying you food it's this dude with the tats on my face it's your big brother quote unquote in a sense you know what i'm saying buying yeah. me food i'm not even mexican you know what i'm saying <laughs> when i'm hungry and, and ice creams when i have no money like or you know uh, whatever the case is so it was like i was even accepted in in a sense like like you good you know what i mean like we ain't gonna like make it like bad for you every time you come outside like you can yeah. out play and different things you know whatever the case is so uh, and yeah, we just we just lived in different. So that whole block, my my grandma rotated like in four different buildings on that same block for mm. some fucking reason. Mm. Same block, so it never changed. Like you know, it just was it just was like either it was like closer to like to it or like just a little farther away. Like wow. maybe like a, like you know, it, it, but it never changed. Like, Absolutely. You know, and either way, you still have to just deal with it. Like, walking home from school, from the bus, or whatever the case, like, uh, so, you know, there's times, like, even, you know, with this, when I look at stuff, it's like, a, when I tell you guys this whole, like, a, like an emotional thing is, like, where people, they're like, oh, the Mike Vick situation with the dogs, right? Uh-huh. Like, there would be, like, that, that was, like, that was like casuals rolling dice, like on that mm. block, like you know, wow. like dog fighting. You yeah. know what I mean? Like was like nothing, <sighs> nothing. Like you know, dogs was like man, I ain't seen crazy shit. You know, just and, and this is like we're talking like you know now we're talking, you know, five to seven, just like on the gate watching these dogs like kill each other. Like you know, me and my little sister, uh, she was even younger, you know, so because she's three years younger, and that was just like the entertainment, like all oh, the dogs is fighting, like tight, you know. And then, so that's how you, you know, you learn, you seeing the dogs, like when they lose, they become like worthless to the, to the owner because yeah. once you lose a fight, then you kind of, you'll never win again as a dog, like, oh, wow. you know, as a pit bull, like you just would never win. And, um, and that even, that, that whole part even came back later in life. So we'll move, move again. So now I'm, 
moved to Palmdale for a second with my mom. So my mom lives. She uh, she, she had a boyfriend at the same time. I mean, at that time, he was like, he's like, oh, old gangster dude, but he was like, kind of like out of it. Bunch of low riders. So we had a bunch of low riders and shit. And then, uh, and he started breeding pit bulls. So then the whole shit came back around again, and then they were fighting them in the backyard, wow. like every Sunday, you know. So, so that was like a whole thing right there. And then, it, so, so when I saw that, I was like, damn. When I saw the Michael Vick shit, I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like, but you don't people don't look at it like, yeah, like, like right, right, that, right. you know. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, I didn't even look at it like that. Like, oh my I god, feel it's you. So I bad. feel you. It just was I like, oh, this you. is this is what they doing? Like, you fight dogs. Dogs want to fight, right? You know, like. That's fun to them, you know. For sure, they just—it's fun for them to like want to kill each other. Like that's pit bulls. That's what it's a completely different paradigm because it's like the world that that people are growing up in, and in those it's it's just like even like what people that grow up in wartime. You know what I'm saying? Like things aren't the same. Yeah, I mean, and in communities, things aren't seen as the same, and sometimes. Something that may be routine in one area is completely like mind-boggling in another. Exactly. You know what so I mean? Even, even when I see like it's simplest, like even me seeing pit bulls now, like a lot of people like to do like rescue pit bulls and stuff. Like it's not like it's not cool. To, like I'm not saying it's not cool to me, but you. it's like knowing like what they're capable of and just seeing this shit is just For like sure. like bro, you know, and knowing like the the psyche of a pit bull. It's like bro, they like, dangerous. Can be dude. snapped at any moment. Yeah, it's like. Like it's a rescue, it's in, in, like I get it, you know, but it's like, like I would rather a fresh, in unimpressionable pit bull. Like he just grows up in it, and that's the thing. Like it ain't the dog; it's where what the dog been through and it's all that. What, shit. How they you know conditioned what I'm exactly. You take that dog to Beverly Hills in a great home; it's gonna be the nicest pit bull you ever fucking <laughs> met. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like no, like fight. What are you talking about? I don't even know what a fight is. They're not just like born to just know that. You know what I mean? They're Absolutely. born to learn it like like faster than others, like you know what I'm saying. But they're not born to be like, oh, fight. That's what I'm. That's my instinct. Like they're just a dog. Like you know. So, but if you take that pit bull and they're you and they're like made to fight, and then then they get rescued, and it's for like for sure, for sure, it's kind of like whoa. You know, no, I mean, like, it's the same with human beings, bro. Like, yeah, it, it's actually really interesting because like we've had a few guests come on, like shout out to Lorenzo and B Wade that spoke about you know growing up in the hood and. One of the biggest things that separated them, and it was unbeknownst to them at the time, but kind of as they grew, it became a, a much more, I guess, deeper thought for them, is that they saw possibility. Yeah. Right? And in, in those communities like that, a lot of the kids are not in positions to whether it be they don't got the grandma, whether they, they mm-hmm. don't got the mom and dad, or they just make the wrong choices, or they're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Nothing, you know, dead set bad on them, but... A lot of a lot of kids, especially that grow up in these communities, will never get the shot to see the possibility yeah. of a different life. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I, that's that's kind of what I was about to get to. It's, it's it's like a skip. So I guess I I'll, I'll, I'll just touch on that from because you said that. That's facts. Like because, uh, like those like even 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 from an early age, like those posters. And that I was putting everywhere mm. was like, dang, like these dudes made it. Like these dudes is doing it. They're doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Look, look at not like, like, bro, Nazi's QB chain, bro, is like mad inspiration. You know? I feel like, you. Looking at that was like, dog, like, Nas got it. He got all these diamonds on his chain. You know what I'm saying? He could, like, he did that. You know? Yeah. Seeing yeah. like even, uh, even like Diddy, you know, even then, you know, seeing, seeing Jay Z then like started, start a whole clothing line was just like, 
whoa, like, dang, bro, these dudes out, you know? So that was like, that was just like a, but then in real life, like even like freshman year of high school, so I had a, uh, one, one, of my, one of my best friends, uh, he's, he's basketball player, he's playing in NBA, Jordan Farmar. And so he, so he's, he's in, he gets to college and then he's, he now starts, uh, he kind of gets under, taken under wing by this, this family called the Goldies. Mm. Betty um, Goldie's incredible. I know the Goldies, yeah. You know, Ron and, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow. So that Cause makes my, sense. Because my boy Mike Roll was Yeah, I know Mike Roll. That's yeah. the homie. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the same era. Yeah. That's the same era. Josh Ship and wow. that, yeah. Josh, that's my yeah. other best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Ship and Jordan. Josh was staying with, with, with the Goldies. Yeah. Cause bro, you know what's you know how I met Betty Goldie is I when I was at SC, I was starting a clothing line and she had her boutique. So Mike put me in contact with her to talk like Fred Siegel. clothing and all that. Yeah. <laughs> she started the first Fred Siegel. Yeah. Oh wow. Crazy. So a kid straight from what I just told you from. And then he's like, yo, come over, come over to this crib, like, this is where I'm staying now. And it's the Goldie's house, $10 million wow. mansion. Yeah. Never, I never really even seen, I'm going to be honest with you, I never seen a, even a nice house until then. Like, you wow. Know, like, so how, I, I skipped, how, how old were you then? I was probably, I think, I was, that was like my freshman year, so I was like 14. 14, 15, yeah, 14. Wow. So until 14, like, I'm just, like, I never seen, like, a house where it's like, whoa, like, you know, and that house is whoa. like in real life. Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you didn't even see a nice house. You just yeah, like a really nice house. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Levels. So not so that's not even talk about a mansion. Like, oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, and I, I didn't even see like a a million dollar home, let alone like a ten million dollar. So <laughs> real. so that right there just was like, like you know, that exploded my whole fucking brain. Like you know, what and was that like, dog? These, these no, their whole refrigerator was fucking just stuffed with food. I remember, I, I felt like a fucking orphan, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, dog, I am genuinely, like, I'm genuinely poor. Like, damn, like, <laughs> like wow, this is what it's really, that's what they're talking about. Like, you know, like, because without, you know, without that perspective, you, I didn't know, like, you really don't, you know, feel I really like, don't know because there's no scale. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, well, you're, everybody's you're, poor. Your you perspective know? is like the shen, the shen, like, nigga, the everybody broke. <laughs> Like nigga, everybody broke. Everybody on EBT. Everybody's struggling. Like everybody don't really have a car. Like, yeah, you know it's like little. All those little like struggles is like everybody got it. So right, it's yeah. like, like oh, I'm poor. Like you know it's like you know I felt like shit. Nigga, I still got dope clothes. Like, I ain't that poor. like you know I got like some Jordans on, so I ain't that poor. Like you know, yeah. which spawns that other mentality. Like you know what I'm saying? For so, sure. Uh, so yeah, so this is what I'm saying. So it's like you taking that. And then not and then these people, not even Jordan, uh really knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and this is uh, you know, you know, Millie's my cousin. And that's the that's how the whole situation spawned, because him and Jordan wow. are childhood friends. And then so, you know, Millie's one of the people that knows like the whole story of like everything. Like, you know, wow. he's at my cousin's funeral, like wow. all that stuff. Like, you know, so he was with me with the all that's all kinds of shit, but these they didn't know all this stuff at the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like this positive kid, like I said, like wow. this positive kid that's just like a great vibe and just like, you know, we just chilling, like, you know, not fade. Not even like I at least on the outside, I didn't show that I was phased by, but on the inside, I was just like, What the fuck? Where am I? What is happening right wow. now? Wow. Like, like this is not even real. You open the shit and it's just 
all the snapples and all the flavors. <laughs> yo, for real. And you just like, yo, I never even had like two the pantry got one. The pantry got <laughs> all the snacks you could ever wish for. You're like, bro. Organized. Like, we never even had, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like a couple snapples at once in the fridge. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it'd be like a half full snapple at most. You know, so it's like, these niggas had, it was just, it was just crazy, bro. Like, it was just ridiculous. And then, and then I actually spent the weekend uh, over there. And then it was just like enough to just like, uh, you know, we're talking like butlers and like crazy yeah. shit. And, like, and they're such a warm family. Exactly. It's it's like, it's, it's not even one of those where it's like, honey, the ball players are here. It's like yeah. one of those, like, your family now, guys. Like, mm. what can we do to help? How can, mm. okay, what do y'all need? Yeah, What's exactly. going on? What, what's, what's, because like, it's really like a super family environment. And they had like a, a son that was like younger at the time. So it's kind of yeah, like, Cooper, that's a, yeah. yeah, that's my little homie. Yeah. yeah so like, it was like, everybody was kind of like big bro to Coop. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm that, that, that really, the, really, that's, that was kind of like part of the play was like, he needed that, you know. For sure. And, uh, I mean, like me, between me, Millie, uh, my sis V Mac, like we <laughs> we didn't we raised Coop, man. Like, you know, Wild. and like that's that's real life. Like he can tell you, like, you know. And so, and that was all from that point. He was only like seven years old then. And so we we like, bro, we can't be bougie. Like we come we don't come from nothing. So it's like you like what like what you mean? Like you're tight, bro. Like, yeah. you know, like do you understand this right now? Like yeah. I, I wanna be your friend. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like oh yeah, I wanna be your friend. What the fuck? Like, you know, like I come over here somewhere. Crazy? Dog, what do you mean? Like yeah. it's the sickest house, bro. Like, and it's the sickest just thing, like, you know, they just have like a bent I have like Bentleys and like all these dope cars, and it's just like I never even seen those in real life before, you know. Man. Never even been in one, all that stuff. So it's just like that happened really fast. Like, you know, and then uh I think that kind of like that that fucked with me a little bit for like a it took a second to adjust like wow people live like this you know like uh and then even being in that neighborhood you know like which is not too far except they they lived up the street they yeah. sold their house but you know Brentwood and shit like that yeah. like what the fuck is it Brentwood I didn't even know that place exists like you know like, what do you mean like you know like I'm like what is this like what is this community you know what I mean like is this trees? even a city the, though Where's yeah like Brentwood there's trees and I was like it sounds ignorant and ridiculous but it's it's real like, bro you know I'll tell like, you this there's people that live in the Wilshire Corridor that even still have trouble knowing what Brentwood is like Brentwood's yeah. one of those phantom cities you know what I'm saying yeah exactly but but also real quick you're talking about something that's like a distance of 20 minutes away. We're not talking for about real. like an hour away. And, 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 and that goes to bro people's like. <laughs> yeah. For like real. The, like the, like the not hood. talking about like hours and hours. No. Like the hood or whatever. No, there's people like in say Compton that have never been to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. They've never real. even been to fucking here. They've never been to Westwood. They've never been to like Malibu. Like ever. Yeah. We're yeah. talking ever and they're born and raised out here. Like in I have cousins like that. You know, I live here. I have bro, cousins in Los like Angeles, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a twenty minute drive. Yeah. I have cousins like that, bro, that have never been somewhere that's twenty minutes away. You yeah. know, wow. to the pier. You know, like to the to Venice Boardwalk. Like yeah. these things. Like, oh, I've never been there. Like, and that's they, one of the biggest right. things that plays on that perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a of possi- possibility. Exactly, it's a, right? it's a cage, bro. Like it's in, and that's then once crazy. I was able to see that. Uh, you know, the goatees and those different things, like from, from that point on, it was just like, there was no really going back for me. I realized like, mm. yo, that like. And, and for that to happen, like right in the beginning of high school. Yeah. That was, had to, those had to be some formative years, like during your high school period. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, during a time where you're not moving so much. You're yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so therefore it was like, okay, 
that's what it's like to be like, wow, like a successful home and like parents or whatever, you know, it is like what they talk about. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I thought, like, damn, that's what it was. Like, Man. there's no other example. There's not even one other example, you know, at that time. You know, like, <laughs> they they have it figured out. And I, I want that, you know, whatever that is. Like, I wanted it, you know. And, it's a great example, uh, too. Before that, did you, I'll ask it like this. Did you, did you have aspirations or any, like, dreams of what you wanted to, like, grow up and be? Did you always, have I, that you looked up since, to? Since, since probably... The fifth, sixth grade, I knew I would be a creative. I knew I was going to be, like, some kind of different kind of, like, person. I don't know what the fuck that was, like, but I knew, like, I'm not like them, you know? Like, deep down inside, and them is just, like, the other kids or whatever it is. Like, I was, the whole time, like, like, all the way to high school, I was just pretending I was like them, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I was all, like, I knew I was going to be creating something. I was always working on this, uh... I remember in sixth grade, I, had a, uh, I wanted to make a clothing line, and it was called, and, it's, and it's, what's this, this is crazy how she comes around, it's called Inferno, right? That was the name, that was going to be the name of my line, and then this is, this is sixth grade, okay. and I drew everything out, all the uh, outfits, looks, not knowing about anything, like, wow. how you put a line together, mm-hmm. and then so I had like whole note, notepads full of like, the top, and then the pants to go with them, and then the top, and then the pants to go with that, you know? And uh, so then fast forward to maybe like last year, like all this stuff, with, like I started painting flames again for some reason, like on stuff. Uh, and then flames start being lit, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, like I wish I could find that old pad. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wrote all my dates on there too. Cause I didn't want. I used to be like, man, I don't want people to steal my like my clothing ideas. Like, I came up with this 1994. Yeah, he has that mailing it to himself, getting the copyrights himself. Bro, I shit you not. Everything was a uh, flame based. Wow. It was like it was like half flames up the legs and like up the up the sleeves and like. So I knew I was gonna be. I knew I was that like. I wasn't just about to just be a worker guy, like, you know, a worker yeah. person. Like, I knew that for sure. You know, from those type of moments, like, whoa, damn, I really made that? Like, What kind of peaked? I want to kind of double back in there into just that timeline. What kind of peaked that that creative in you, even to go from, like, drawing different types of clothes? And Was it the magazines? Was it something that, like, art kind of became a thing? I want to feel Fashion. I, like, I wish I had an explanation for it, but yeah. I don't. Like, it just, Word. like, it was just something that was, like, it's just like it's almost like I don't want to I don't want to be cliche and say the Holy Ghost, but it's like a similar thing of just like you dive in, you dive into something, and then you look up like, oh wow, I made that. I didn't even know I was capable of making that. You mm. know? And it's so when I started seeing that at a young age, like I told you, once I started being getting grounded on punishment a lot, I started just drawing, going through coloring. Source Magazine, and like, yep. let me just try. Like something's telling me that I can make this. You know, before I before you know, I knew what an inner voice was or like a, sure. a gut feeling. You know, yeah, it was. It just I felt like something was telling me to like draw that or something. I and love so it. I would like take it and draw it. Then I was like, whoa, it's kind of like actually really good. You know, like how did I do that? <laughs> like no prior nothing. Like interest yeah. in it. You know, so that's kind of what it started happening. Was just like I just felt like like. Uh, I guess, which is, I guess you can say now the universe was just like telling me to like do stuff. And, mm. and I was just kind of just doing it, you know? Wow. Uh, 
It wasn't like I was like, oh, I saw that and I wanted to draw. Or, yeah. You know, it was for just sure. Like, I just drew, you know, like I just woke up and I just wanted to just make the clothing line called Inferno and I just drew it all out and obsessed over it. And I looked back and was like, what? I didn't even know I could draw that. Like, you mm. know, and then, then just didn't never drew anything else for the next two years. Like, you know, type of thing, you know, it's weird. Sure. And so, so that that's during high school, then starting into music uh, during high school and I, and like I was telling you, uh, I was telling you, I had a group called uh, uh, yeah, it was me, it was me and Millie. And we was called Young Young Minded Entrepreneurs. Why me? <laughs> I love we was it. on like uh, Mad Positive Why Raps, me? you know. <laughs> I love I was it. Out Why there with me? The, with the with the gang gang shit. And this this is my bro. Like he was so he started. This is one of my I, I call him my child friend. I told you started at ninth grade. That's love. what I him. Love. So he know about Why me? All that like you know yeah. we used to record out um. We used to record out this shitty studio, and it was a closet, <laughs> and it's like Pro Tools one, you know, and and we was just so thankful to like, you know, what I mean, like to be in this closet, yeah, like recording, and it, there was no punching or nothing, like you have to like rap your part, and then the next person had to hop in, <laughs> like the Temptations and shit, you know, and if the and if the last nigga fucked up, it was like, oh, we gotta start all over. What the fuck, man, like. You know, like there was no, oh, just put the hook there, put the hook there. It's like, you got to redo the hook. For sure. It was like one take, you know, it was just like one long track. I love that. <laughs> so, so you have to, so we, so we was like practicing our shit. Like you have to know your shit, you know, and then, yeah, like, like, all right, uh, 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 you know what I mean? You get the back, the, the ad-libs was you in the back, like, yeah. Like, I like, feel you. <laughs> So like it wasn't like multi tracks. It was like four tracks. You know? I so, love it. Uh, like that's what I say. Like I come from like like an older time, and then like now in like in this new time, like yeah. living in this new time, yeah, yeah, yeah. going with this new wave. So uh, that's why I can just relate with all of it. The analog, the digital. Like I feel all sides of it because Absolutely. I really was there. Like Cam said, you wasn't there. Like now I was there. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, like when like Pro Tools was like born type shit. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, so we did that, and we, and we we actually made, like, two mixtapes. Before, like, making a mixtape was, like, lit. Like, then a mixtape was, like, a demo. And you didn't want to make more than one because that mean you didn't make it. Like, that mean you was, like, whack. Like, that's what's so crazy now. People make a million mixtapes a week. But then, speaking, like, then, like, 2002, 2003 type shit. Yeah. If you made more than one mixtape, like, that mean you was, like, you were losing hard, you know, and you were just like begging people to like listen to your music. So <laughs> we, so we did one and then it was like, then we uh, started another uh, group. And this is another thing too. My, my mom got my stepdad when I was about, I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit to start where the music came, came from and really strengthened. So it comes from all the posters, everything. I'm recording videos off the TV. So it's, I knew something in music. I'm getting warm. Like, you know, yeah. around sixth grade, I'm getting warm onto something like, yeah. oh, there's something over here that I like. You know, I don't know what it is. I keep recording the radio shit. I don't know why I'm doing that shit. You know, I just listen to music 24 hours a day. I don't know why. There's posters everywhere. I don't know why. Like, you know, and so my mom meets my stepdad. They, they, they get married. This is at, I'm like 10, just turned 10. He's a DJ. Been DJing since he was like 13. Boom, mm. intro to DJing with records. And so now ah, I have to like yeah. carry all the crates with him, listening to records, uh, just just in the garage, like for like five hours, just like listening to all the new records that he got through the record pool. Mm. Uh, he used to make me blend like whole crates of records, you know, and yeah. I didn't even want to, but he like, yeah. 
he just like made me, you know, like I don't know, trying to find that thing. You yeah. Know? And but I'm like, I don't want to DJ. I want to do music, but I don't want to DJ. You know, it's not DJing. I don't want to do it. So then that's what then I, then it was like, you know, more like rap and like mm. <clears throat> then started like writing for different singers that was around our local singers or whatever. And then so at this point, we in, we're in Lancaster at this point, Lancaster, California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, also Lancaster is just one of those places. It's another trap place. Uh, another caged, you know, place was just even worse because it's isolated off, <laughs> you know. So Lancaster's at this point, it's it's. Uh, everyone, uh, you know, from Watts, Compton, and all these different projects, all those projects get shut down. Boom. All these people get displaced, moved to yeah. Lancaster. Wow. So now Lancaster now is like this whole kind of jumbo pot of like all this shit, like all the most ratchetest people, I guess, in a sense. Like only, like ratchet people only, you know, like <laughs> because they shut down the projects <clears throat> and then just replaced them there. Like, oh, we'll give you somewhere else to live, but it's in Lancaster. <laughs> You know, so now you got to relocate. And then that's what happened, you know, in the, the whole, like, recession time, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole moment, you know. It, yeah. It, that's, like, kind of when it happened. And so now, you know, what, 20,000 people from the hood are now just get plopped in this bloop small town, in a sense, you know. For real. That's crazy. Shit start, I, getting, I shit start getting active. So, really, like, I mean, Lancaster was was more dangerous than anywhere I've ever lived. Did like, you, honestly. High school wow. this time? Yeah. There was more near-death experiences there, you know, than, you know, when I lived in L.A., anywhere, in Pasadena. It was in Lancaster. was, yeah, that's the, that's the scary shit. You know, that's where the Fuck. scary shit happened. Like, <laughs> it's all there, you know. So, so, now when it, so now there's, this, there's still a whole gang culture that's, <coughs> that's now is there, you know. But now it's even smaller. It's even in a smaller pot. So, more shit happens, you know. And... Less people care, you know, because yeah. it's like just out there, you know. So <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, but it's like it's, it's, you know, like there in San Bernardino, it's like it's 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 it's, it's bad, man, and no one even talks about it because it's just off to the side. But mm. yeah, man, like we have a few friends that got killed, you know, like niggas is not here, you know, From being killed out there, you know, wrong situation, like good dude, like we have friends that don't bang, like because no one bangs, it's just more like. Approve like approving grounds. That's what Lancaster is. It's like mm. approving grounds for like respect. I guess mm. I don't. I don't know what you know because there's no money out there. So I don't know what the fuck you know what it is really. But yeah, it's it's real. And uh, mm. so we have uh, and I and you know I get into I get into a story about that stories in like out there. There's some like crazy <laughs> shit. You know. So we're we're in the music doing all of that, and then so fast forward. My stepdad now, he like started a radio station out there, like the whole antennas and everything reached all the way to like Santa Clarita, you know? So he was the radio station, like out there playing the shit, had all the playlists set up, you know? Wow. And, uh, and even seeing that, like, you know, like I, I didn't get like a lot of stuff he was doing. Like he would just be up night, like cataloging, like so much music because you got to remember he, you it came to a point where you had to digitize your whole collection yes right, right right so he got caught in that so like i'm watching him i watched him digitize his whole collection for probably like years maybe like it took him you know wow. because it wasn't just like select all export like yeah. it ain't when, <laughs> no. you know you got to one by one rip it over you know yes. like oh you know God. and so and the uh, speeds was way slower oh, yeah, so yeah, i dude. saw like you know what i mean i was something like dog, that's I, dedication I, I, I always respect his dedication to the to like the art of like 
this shit. You know what I'm saying? He sat there and ripped each one, one by one. I don't, man, it took that for years, man, like to get his all his shit into like digital form. Like, wow. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, which now he's all extra fancy now with the shit, you know, <laughs> but he still got all the records. It's still all in the garage and whatever. And, uh, yeah. So then he, he, uh, Started the station, started playing our shit. My mom ends up being one of the personalities. She goes by Foxy Brown. I love and she's that. And she's she's just MC when they now do stuff. They're super cute. They like when it, whenever they uh, do clubs because he, he he like like uh, he'll buy out a club for a couple months and get it lit, get it going. And I make the love money. it. Awesome. And she's she's always she's the MC. You know, like Amazing. everybody get out. You know what I mean? Like so she's like you know weddings. She's the the, the MC. You know, unreal. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like and then so. Yeah, so then now, you know, we going through high school and now going through all the shit in high school. Really didn't give a fuck then, you know, like, because now no one, no one really gives a fuck. Because now there's not even like a, uh, like we was talking about like those uh, glimpse of opportunity. You know, that's out, you know, like, and then, uh, but I was kind of getting baby glimpse because I was going like, that's when I just started to go, you know, when I was first at the Goldies, it was like yeah. halfway through my freshman year. Wow. And so it was like kind of like, oh, what is going on? You know, like, and going back there, like, probably like, like every other month, spending the weekend there. And it was just like, fuck, not, not wanting to leave, you know? Yeah. Like, Man. Fuck, I, like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it just ended already? Wait, hold on. Yeah. Like, fuck, like, I got all the way over here. And so, uh, yeah, like it used to be, bro, it was like. We used to have the, the Mexican and black riots at our school. Man. Like, Mexican and blacks was, like, beefing like crazy at that time. And uh, it, shit wouldn't even be announced. It wasn't even like, oh, today is Mexican and black riot day. <laughs> you just get to school, and it would just be active, bro. Like, oh my God. You, would just, you would just get to school, and it would just be people fighting. Just like, ah, like. Nobody's like, oh. safe. You look, and you, you start matching up. Like, oh, oh, it must be riot day today. Like, whoa. And it's always, it's one day a year. <laughs> and it spreads out through the whole city, all the schools. It trickles out, like, and it all happens at every school, like, uh. all out, like, on-site wars. Like, you know what I mean? So this Jeez. is the shit. Like, we just, like, and I'm still just, like, I don't bang. I ain't on no sides. I could, y'all don't even know I grew up with Mexicans. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to tell them. Like, bro, like, I'm not finna fight them. Like, I grew up with them more than you. So that doesn't fucking make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... Man, just imagine like being at the Goldies on Sunday night, going like, "Man, I hope tomorrow's not riot day." Like, <laughs> yeah, or fuck. But it, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Or, or shit. I hope I have something to fucking eat at school. Like, you know, even like to that, to that aspect. Like, yeah. shit. Like I said, it's not like it's it's like the financial situation and all that is hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So it's like now I'm like now learning things out of like uh, even 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 the whole sparking interest in fashion was. Baby, baby, like survival. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I just couldn't, like, afford to have all the shit. So I made my own shit, and then mm. that's when uh, someone to get me and Millie, we was partners in that too. We had, we made a line called Scraps, and we would go to all the, uh, the like the Goodwills before like Goodwills like anything or thrift stores before it was like cool. Like if you were caught walking on a thrift store. You were like dirt poor. But you know, you were came, really, really poor. Y'all went there and came up though. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, but we were sneaking in there, sneaking out. <laughs> because we just it just was like you were that was a stigma. It was like now it's like lit, like, oh, I got these from the Goodwill, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you said that, you were like, nigga, you have to be so poor, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> Yo. what is wrong with you? Like, do you get out the trash? Like, you know what I'm saying? What 
the fuck is wrong with this kid? That's so you know? real. Wow. You know, so. Wow. <laughs> Y'all like Ninja Warriors hopping in there. Just Oh, that's exactly. You was getting no love. It was over for you. <laughs> so we never told anybody we was getting <laughs> shit from, you know. So so we being super creative, you know what I mean? Like, And, it, and it's crazy because uh, having like Millie there and he just kind of randomly, he was living in a valley and he randomly, his, his parents end up moving, end up uh, getting a job at Bank of America, which is why a lot of people moved there because they moved out a lot of people to Lancaster. So that's, that was another shipment. Boom, shipped out oh, another wow. thousands, a group of thousands of people. And we was one of them. And so was Millie, him and his family. Wow. And they end up moving right down the street from us in the same townhouse, like kind of like complex in a sense. And then boom, every day, like that started like everything, like, you know. Wow. Till now, to now we own a company together, you know. Yeah. And all the way till now is like the same shit. Like we do the same shit. Like when we was in fucking high school, we just like make shit in my garage, like with like the records playing, like, oh the record going off, let's put the other one on, like, you mm. know, on my fucking stepdad's turntables and shit. And uh uh that was one thing like my like our parents was like they didn't I don't know if they got it all the way, but they didn't. They let us live, like you know, they let us rock, like yeah. You know, stay in the studio till one in the morning on school nights and just like, you know, because they knew it was better. It was that or doing something else, you For know. Sure. So mm-hmm. I never was. I never was like restricted from like the art. Once I figured out that's what it was, like, and mm-hmm. I'm not turning back, which was like going into freshman year. I knew what I wanted to do in my life. Like, no one's about to tell me otherwise. I wasn't, you know. I knew there was no question. You know, I didn't need to go to college. I need to know that. Like, I didn't need to learn that. Like, I knew at the beginning of my freshman year, like, this is, I want to create shit. Like, you know. Mm. And so that's when, yes. So the scraps, you know, we would take, we, we, why we call the scraps is because we would take the scraps from Goodwill. Like, we would take vintage sheets and shit, cut the teams out, sew it onto, like, denim and then, like, cut it out, fray it, make patches out of that. And we made NBA jeans. But for, like, the NBA jeans were, like, lit. And we wow. we got niggas that vouch. Like, we had people. We had customers. We had people buying the shit. Like, and we and then wow. we just come to the show one day. Like, you ain't got these, though. Mm. Like, no, I don't got money to get Platinum Fubu or Iceberg. But you ain't got these. <laughs> you ain't got money to get these. You know what I mean? Which is why even I'm in my new brand, Def Cool, and everything's, like, one off, two off, three off. Because it's, like... Like, I don't need Gucci. You don't have this. You know what I'm saying? And the money can't buy you that. Exclusivity, you know? Mm-hmm. And I learned that thing that what money, your money or whatever your parents' money don't matter now because now I have something that nobody in this whole city has. Like, you know, and that's, that's more valuable. And, and we, we changed a lot of people's take on it, bro. Like, we influenced, like, like, literally that whole little city. We influenced their take on, like, even a sense like money, like I don't even need some money to yeah. look cool, like you know. So then people started trying to remake the stuff that we was making, like on some bootleg shit, <laughs> you know. Like instead of so, instead of hand sewing it, they would hot glue it, you know, and they would like sell it for like cheaper around the school and stuff like that. And um, you know, we would do stuff like before they would put like the the tees with like all the rappers on it and shit. Mm. I would go through all the magazines again, you know, all my collection. <laughs> Cut out like I, I had a shirt where I cut out the heads, uh, and laminated them and sewed them all to a shirt, and it was like a collage, like all. Oh, Yo, great. stop! Killed them. That's you know stupid. Lit. Killed them. You don't got this one, like you know. And it's just like, <laughs> before that's like a thing where you put the collage. The collage Y'all are just like there. super DIY, just super, super DIY. Just like, 
But even the idea, like if I had the idea, I didn't even know what screen printing was. We didn't know what screen printing was then. Insane, didn't have a fucking yeah. clue how they got the shit on the shirt. Yeah. But I thought like, hey, if you have this, it kind of looks like it. And I think, and I'm just going to put it on there. Like, you know. So resourceful too, though. Like exactly. by any means necessary. Out of, yeah. ne- out of necessity. That wasn't out of creativity. I'm going to tell you that. But wow. necessity breeds creativity, bro. Like For sure. When you, when, you got, 100%. when you don't got shit in the fucking fridge and you got some fucking, some beans of some hot dogs and some bread. I don't give a fuck. You gonna figure some shit out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna, you're not gonna starve to death. The survival will kick in. Yeah. And you will figure out how to make a gourmet meal out of that shit. <laughs> you know, that's bottom line, bro. Like, <laughs> like I said, like it, it all get fun and games until niggas is starving. For you know, it's all fact. fun until these people are starving and no one Facts. has water and no one has food. Then no one, there's no class no more. Like mm. niggas are just savages like out here. You know, mm. and it, and it's that's what it is. Like it's just like. Well, I have to find a way to survive somehow. So I have to find a way to survive socially, you know, to push whatever we're doing, you know. And Absolutely. Uh, that's kind of what it was. And uh, we uh, t- yeah, did that. And that was kind of the, you know, th- those are all just like, like kind of like uh, affirmations. Like, yeah, yeah, man, we, <laughs> we creatives, bro. Like, for sure. We might be the only creative dudes out here, you know. For and, sure. Through and, the mud, literally. Yeah, you know, through the, like, through the mud, really through the dirt. We call it the dirt. So we, so we always be like, nigga made it from the dirt. Like, I see a lot of my friends out there, and they be like, bro, man, man, you made it from the dirt, bro. Like, you, you came out the dirt with it. Like, man, I don't like, man, you doing it, you doing it. Like, you know, a lot of people look at us as like, like real inspiration. You know, there's only like, you could count on fucking two hands of people that actually, you know, made it out. And one of them is Paul George. He's from Lancaster. Wow. You know what I mean? And he, and he really went through the shit. He knows. Like, he could vouch for all the shit going on. Like, shit not safe. You know? Yeah. It's like, you know? And you, either you figure it out. So he like one. It's like him. Then like mm. us. And then Pac Div. They're from, they're from Palmdale, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I met them is it through high school, you know? You know, Jonas lived out there part time. Yeah, his, his parents live out there. Yeah. And so we all know, you know, and we we mm. the only ones. It's only us mm. that made it out. Mike Bogan, uh, he's he's the like the most recent one, like, you know. And it's like, uh, that's it, you know? So we're talking a city of six hundred thousand and only way. We're talking five people make it out to start to do something that matters that actually is worth the damn in a sense. Like mm. Yeah, man, it's not like that's out the dirt, you know. <laughs> For real, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy to think uh, about making it out when you're just trying to like survive just the day to day. Yeah, let let alone take that next step to make it out. Let alone to take that next step to your road to become the the super wealth that you want to achieve in life. Yeah, that you've seen. Mm-hmm. I guess for you in that like. In this survival phase, the necessity, the breeding, creativity phase, did you have that bigger kind of dream ahead of you of what you wanted to accomplish? Kind of almost like a blind faith of like, yo. I, t- I told you, bro, the day I stepped foot in that, the day I stepped foot in that mansion, mm. there was no, like, I was, I was, I was showed that that's Pure possibility, is. yeah. I touched it, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> Like, I touched it, I felt it, I really woke up there. You know, it wasn't a dream, you know? So, from that point, yeah, it was so possible. You know, it was so, like, oh, yeah, what do you mean? Like, because before it was, like, impossible. Like, what? How do you even start to get a mansion? Like, what is a mansion? Like, what does that consist of? Like, Well, I guess what was that then? Because I feel that it can still feel impossible because it's so far away. Especially when you know it, it's almost like, 
some people can say like because they they didn't know it and just went in and they're like, oh damn, we're here. Yeah. Versus knowing where that that end goal is, but how far it is away. Yeah. For you, did it feel super far? Are we like, no, I'm going for it, and there's no stopping me. I mean, it's both. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, honestly. It sounds something like, oh, yeah, I knew I was just going to get it. But, yeah, the shit's far. It's still far. Still far. You know, it's still far. Because there's always a level. To the Goaties, they're, they're not that rich. Because later in life, life had brought me around billionaires. And, you know, sitting down eating dinner with billionaires. And, yeah. You know, so that's not it. I, I came to realize that I was even chasing the wrong thing there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. I thought I was chasing. That's not even what I was supposed to be chasing because they're chasing this other thing. That's not, they're still like poor to somebody, you know? Yeah. So in a sense, it just kept getting, Very I guess true. the tunnel just kept getting deeper. Like the rabbit hole just kept going deeper and, and deeper it, and it can, into yeah. the possibilities like, you know, of getting closer and closer to these people with it. So it's only just a matter of time of like, what? I, I just had lunch with a billionaire. So it's only a matter of time for I at least get a million. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I ain't even saying a hundred million dollars, but. When you're doing that, the universe is going to just only swing you, you know, you get what you put out. Like, Which so. is crazy to say from where you come from, there's like, at least I'm getting a million. Like, at least I'm getting a million. At, yeah. one, at one point in your life, exactly. you're, you're thinking, at least I'm getting food today. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of just what it, that's yeah. what it was. So, but always still like, because everybody's a struggling artist. Struggling artist now, like, I live okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to take care of my daughters, like, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. to buy clothes and, you know, I know Gucci Louie, like, like, not, like, I'm happy with life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm cool. And, um, but it wasn't always like that. Like, you know, yeah. and it's almost like artists have to, like, psych, their, psych themselves out. It's like, it's not, I always looked at it like, this isn't even, like, my real life. Like, my real life is like that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I never even looked at <clears throat> being hungry or not having money, like, or whatever, place to stay, whatever it is, is like uh, my real life, mm-hmm. you know. So it didn't affect me mm-hmm. that much. Because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, how do you just not care about things? Just do, you know, because I look like it's not even my real life. Like, my real reality is like waiting on me, you know, that's what I'm working mm-hmm. towards, you know. My real life ain't even started yet, you know. Wow. This shit is just a transitional phase. You know, so that kept me like always looking forward like a lot and still does, you know, to this day. I'm like the real life starts materializing like more and more through little things where it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Like here comes the ride. Like, you know, I'm starting to see it more and more, you know, especially in these past two years. It's just been like, okay, this shit is turning into more how I saw myself when I was like younger, you know, like I'm now kind of turning more into that person, you know, and uh yeah, like, and I think it's just from, you know, what I what I was blessed to have and didn't have, you know, because graduating high school, boom, we figured, had to figure it out once again. Because now no mom, no parents, nothing. I, and, I, and, and no structure okay. even. Yeah, no structure even. Not, like, you know, so just even. Just at the school, you know. So you had the hustle, but the structure wasn't there. It wasn't there. So, so, so even, all right, bro. So even. Okay, so when I'm when I I guess moved to Lancaster, I was kind of planning, but then even again, you know, I was fucking up. Didn't care about grades. All I cared about was like girls' clothes in the studio. You know, I'm, I'm talking about like all F's and just like ridiculous. Didn't care. Ditched all day. Like we we cared about like just trying to get something to eat and trying to hustle to like 
like make some money to eat, you know. So we would like shoot dice. Dice was like the Olympics, this, you know. Dice was like a Olympics after school, bro. There's nothing more important than shooting dice. Really? Bro. You know what I mean? Like at that time, it was like freestyling and shooting dice was the only <laughs> thing to do at school. So like me, Millie, and there was a few other rappers uh, uh, that that was that was doing it too. Uh, and and we, would, we would battle or just have sessions and then everybody would just like crowd around like it was like this is the raw freestyle gully times like not that new shit with the yeah, mics and nah. this is raw yeah. cafeteria the straight high school cypher yes yeah, cypher's what, what like what we know it as you know what I mean yeah, everybody oh yeah. like, you know like yeah, the real like <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what I mean yeah. so as we start getting nicer in them realms cause we was always like you know what I mean when, when, uh, cause once once uh, once like Millie checked in the same exact school as me too cause he came like later checked the same as school he was more like the, like how he is now. You know, he like the more, yeah. like, it was good, man. Da, da, da. Yeah. He was like that immediately. Like, you know, like, and then, uh, like he had this song. It was about like forces before that Nelly shit came out. Wow. And he rapped about all the forces he had on. And that was like the single at the school. Like, hey, rap the force song. Mm. And we all crowd around. And I was like super shy. And then once I got my bars up, then we started <laughs> really? spitting in front of the crowd. And then it was like, <laughs> then that's what like built our whole like self-esteem in a sense. Like to be like, man, y'all need to tell us nothing. Like, you know, yeah. like, we lit, you know, started getting known around all the other schools or whatever. And so that was priority. That was like, that's why that was priority. Cause I'm like, man, I'm, I'm out here. Like, you know, and mom, like, you need to go. This is not happening. I'm sending you to military school. Mm. To, oh, yeah. fuck. From my so junior year, boom. Military school. I wasn't planning for too long. So that was two years planning, you know, that whole time. So that was the longest and the most, like, I guess, valuable relationships that I uh, made. But uh, yeah, gone again. San military Luis school. Yeah, military school. What, what was the, the catalyst for that? Was it just, was it doing poorly in school or? Basically, it was like a school for fuck ups. Like, whether you was in a gang, fucking up, whether you was a young drug addict, whether you just didn't get fuck about school like me, and whether you was just a troubled kid. I don't know. Like, was it all this like the absences and then all? No, that? it was just like a lot. Of, yeah, yeah. No, more than just it's all voluntarily. It's not like you gotta go there. Got it's it. just my mom saying like, just to, I don't know for you to graduate. Maybe I don't know what else to do. Cause she's not that was you know she's working two jobs at that point even still yeah. in high school so it's like you know what was it, that like for you man because that's you. different like than the moving around because it's like with the the military school thing just being taken out out of that year. I was I was, I, I was actually I was crushed by that I was so mad at my mom I was like I, I don't know I felt like she gave up on me I felt like mm. all this shit you know yeah. like I was in I'm like. In the groove of You're what we doing. your groove. You know, like, I, I got to leave my group now, you know? They're like, yo, bro, like, you know? Like, it just, it disrupted. Like, I was yeah. in the groove and it disrupted everything right then. From like, the outside, from a, look, from an outside parent's perspective looking in. It didn't matter, yeah, it, yeah. It, no, it's still not like, oh, shit, he's finding himself. But in that time, just like kind of seeing the way it was going for y'all, even though it, it may not have been college or this or that, it was like really y'all were finding your outlets, yeah, and just yeah. your grooves. You and and I, I think I think I, I just think my like my mom just didn't understand anything because, like I said, it's 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 generational, bro. Like, and no one in my generation has done anything. I mean, not my generation, my family generation. Yeah, mm. they did nothing. You know what I mean? Like they they got cool job, like maybe not even a cool job, but a okay job. You yeah, know what I mean? where you could get an okay house. You know. Yeah. 
and that's just like two of my family members, you know, that like got some kind of sense and figured something kind of out, not even fully out, you know, still figuring it out, but something kind of where you live in like at least in Glendale, you know, you don't got to live in fucking in the hood, you know, yeah. at least live in Burbank type yeah. shit, you know, and so. So you got shipped off to military school. And that, yeah, that was shitty. For me, it, 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 took a, it took a second for me to even like, I actually, honestly, it never even synced in the whole time. I just was wow. just like adapted, you know, but I never like fully felt like I was like supposed to be there, you know, like I was just, just miss. I felt like I was just missing on like what I was really supposed to be doing. So I still stay productive. Like I wrote like two notebooks full of raps there and I rapped there. I was known as the rapper there, you know, whatever, like, and I, uh, Took like I guess in a sense my leadership there, and so I get there, and then so the first two weeks is kind of like it's called Shark Week, and it's in a sense they just like drill you to death and try to like put it's like the worst like conditions, almost like living conditions for like two weeks, and uh, it's like this government ran like program basically uh, for like uh, troubled adolescent inner city youth, whatever it is, yeah. you know, and. So they, so there's sergeants there. They're like, I guess your handlers, caretakers, sergeants. Everything's super structured, and so they're like, you know, talking shit to you. Get the fuck on the ground, all this crazy shit. You know, mm. do these push-ups. And so it's like that whole kind of thing. Like if you're in the army, you know, they're all the total like institution. Active. Yeah, yeah, the, people the breaking yeah, down. Yeah, they're like build active, like yeah. marines. Like some was cooler than others. Some was like really like with the shits. Like you can tell them niggas is crazy. And so, uh, <laughs> but I always was like. Mm. Like I'm a, like I was like I'm gonna do this for my mom. You know what I mean? Word. I don't want to do this bullshit. I'm not, and I could easily got myself kicked out and like removed. And you can just say I want to leave. I don't want to be here. Yeah. But I was like, my mom. Well, really, my mom was like, you won't even have a home to come to if you don't complete this shit. So wow. I, I think I was more scared of that. <laughs> you. you know, like fuck, yeah. like damn. If I get out, then where I'm gonna go? You know what I mean? Like yeah. damn, I'm a, Within what? You know, if I just was like, I want to go home. You know. She like, you get sent back or you quit, you don't have a home. So I finished it for her and just, you know, didn't want to disappoint her. And, but going through it, I definitely, like everything, any situation I get put in, like I like make it my bitch. You know what I mean? So mm. I got put in that situation and I made like <coughs> that whole thing my bitch. You know, in a sense where like, because it, it was basically like juvie, bro. It's not like I feel you, major man. pain. It's like yeah. juvie. It's like, <laughs> it's like fades left and right. <laughs> You know I, I mean? To be honest, I was thinking major pain, so I'm glad. Yeah, I'm no, the yeah. clarification. Is that like major pain? But like way worse. You know what I mean? Like it went so so so. Then I'm even growing more resentment toward my mom. I'm like, yo, she put me in juvie. Right, right, like, right. But like, disguised it as something else. Like, For real? you know, I went there. Like, literally went. Like, you know, yeah. said, hey, want to just go to juvie? Like, oh hell no. Yeah, <laughs> street For fucking, real. Like, you know? And I'm, like, I'm moving my grannies or something. Oh, I go to the back to the hood for all that matters. Like, and so, uh, yeah. So then, as I'm like seeing like everyone who's there, I'm like, oh, this is not really like a joke. Like, you know, <laughs> this shit's real. These motherfuckers yeah. like from hoods banging. There's essays with tats and dude, like saw these people. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's not. It's way worse than I thought. Like, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. You know, like I said, but it's nothing like like I said. I like man, grew up around. Nigga, lions, tigers, and bears, you know what I mean? And, For real. And maneuver through it without really becoming one, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know who, who I, what animal I was. That's you know, like, big you facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I already knew. So, it was nothing. It was like, 
Okay, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not niggas get down. Like it ain't, I'm not scared at all. Yeah. Like you know, and I was like, I know what I, I know what I need to do though. So, I actually started almost like a, I don't want to say a mafia ring, but like a coalition <laughs> of the knuckleheads and me being the smart one. You're, not, the, you're the organizer and orchestrator. Exactly, and then, and then, so what we would do is. It was like niggas was acting like it was jail for real. So I'm like, shit, we about to start taxing these niggas. Like, so, so we would like tax people. We were basically like extort people, like for like their little businesses. They would like shine people's boots and like iron shit and like do different shit. And then they would like pay people either in like stamps or money or some shit. And stamps was like gold, so you can like have something to write back to. Because really, not stamps was gold. Uh, Communication was gold Mm. because. That has to be the lonely, and then it's crazy because my grandpa was in. He was my grandpa. He was in jail at the same time, serving uh, serving a sentence for uh, selling crack. Wow, my grandpa. He's selling wow. a dealer, and then um, we would write each other while I was in there, and then he was in there. We write wow. each other, and um, wow. Uh, <coughs> and, it, and then so like letters was like more important than anything mm. because it was like at that time where you like only like 16 where love is like you just want where you just need love i yeah. guess like there's no love like we just we got stripped away everybody yeah. got stripped away from their parents their homes and you're just in this place and then it's like a it's solitary ran existence. by us you know what i'm saying yeah. basically like we where we like they, they they're governing it but when they're gone it's just like it is what it is at that point like you know <laughs> so it's like uh you know, like in 300, when uh, they was like training them when they was like younger, mm-hmm. it's like that. Like mm-hmm. there was like no older, there was like no adults or nothing. Like I these things was just like, you know, training and shit. You. Yeah. It was like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how it's like. Like you just look around, there's like nobody, and you just like, well, fuck it, we finna do this thing. Or, or shit, fuck it, I need your face, step in the back, like type shit. Or like, you. you know, whatever the case. So once I saw that, like there's not even nobody to stop us. Like, you know, like, well, fuck it, we finna run this shit then. Like I'm not finna just sit in here moping. Like, I'm about to, like, make this shit my bitch and nobody gonna fuck with me. Like, you know, like, no one in here is gonna fuck with me. But not even that. I'm gonna, like, even make money from y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, so, uh, uh, that's kind of, that's, that's like, that's like kind of what happened. And, um, <laughs> we, yeah, we would, uh, yeah, sell shit and then, yeah, we would take, uh, like, tw- like 20% of what I love someone this. was making. Yeah. Well, I would. And then I would just kind of distribute it like how I wanted to yeah. to the rest of the squad. And then the Michael Corleone of this military. <laughs> yeah, there, like bro. it's crazy. It's random to talk about, it, but it's really fact. It really happened. Like and then and then so it was to a point where everybody was just like spooked. Like they was just yeah. like I was really scarface. Like they was just like mad spooked. And I'm like, y'all don't even fucking know. I'm just a regular motherfucker. Like you know, like I'm just I just want to I just want to write raps and like you know I'm gonna yeah. get back home and. Uh, so that, in a sense, like really, like I guess looking back, like my leadership, like had, like really stemmed, like from right there. Mm. Once I saw, like okay, like like I don't have to follow one person; they all like will follow me. Like you know what I'm saying? In a sense, yeah. like oh okay, yeah, whatever, bro. And then so uh, that's crazy how you know just even taking it back to these types of moments. Like, what would have been different had you not gone there? Right, you would have still been with the with the homies in Lancaster. It could have gone either way or the other. Man. We'll never know what happens one way or another. But what came out of this was a sense of dominant leadership. Yeah, and like confident. Crazy. 
So then, so this because you thing. literally went to the jungles and was like, all right, you know what? Okay, well, this is how we're gonna run yeah, it. Yeah, because the place is San Luis Obispo. You know, yeah, bro. And then so, so this is this is so this is how I was able to like get away with that. It was because so the, so the way the school work was, a lot of these people don't even have like like high school transcripts. You know what I mean? Like their shit's blank. You know what I mean? Like these dudes are like addicted to drugs. Like there were some people in there that were like addicted to meth and they never been to school one day. Wow. Like you go to like everybody prints out the high school transcripts to see like what you need and uh, they put you in these different things of what you need to do to help you with high school credits because that's the whole part of it too. And some niggas should have just blank. Like, you know, like, well, there's nothing there. And you're like, no, never been wow. to school. But they were like juniors. Wow. Like, like in, like on paper, they're juniors. Yeah. But there's not, not like a, not, not even an F or like a, it's just blank. It's just blank. And I'm just like, whoa, damn. So then you start looking like, yo, like, what's your situation? Like, like, where do you come from, bro? Like, you know, and these people come from like fucked up ass situations. Like, I'm like, damn, you really should be here. Like, <laughs> you know, like, wow. You know, like, my shit ain't like that, you know? And, you, and it's like, damn, where you, where you couldn't even go to school? Like, wow, that's deep, bro. And so, uh, yeah, so, the, so, so we got the whole thing going on. And so the schoolwork was, uh, like triple edition. It was like nothing, you know? And so I'm like, whoa, I feel like a genius in there. Dog, my, my GPA was like 4.2. Mm. I'm coming, we're talking about like from a 1.1. 1. 1, yeah, all you Fs, know? yeah. All Fs to like now 4.2. I'm like looking like a fucking genius. There's only like five people with 4.0s and I'm one of them. But then I'm also like, like the shithead troublemaker kind of like, that's like running this thing that they think I'm running, but they don't really know, you know? <laughs> and so, but then they don't want to press it because I make like, the government look good because of my uh, my wow, GPA, yeah. you know. So they not oh, really wow. the system. And, and if you want the funding, you know what I'm saying? Like you need you like, need more of the these. Top. Yeah. So I, I used I I did use that. Like I used my GPA to like get away with shit. You wow. Know what I, mean? I knew they wasn't gonna kick me out. The fact that I got a 4.0. Yeah. So it didn't matter what I did from that point. So I, I abused it for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was like. There's only four other people with a 4.0. You lose one, you lose funding. Like, because oh, yeah. this is supposed to turn, you're supposed to make a difference. Like, it's supposed to look like right. a change. You know what I mean? Like, and I make it look like that's, I'm a huge uh, testimonial. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're on the brochure. Yeah, exactly. Like, He's already like, wait, are y'all doing a commercial? You're going to pay me for that, though, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, shit, exactly. I ain't playing that shit. You know? <laughs> so, what? So, eventually. So eventually they start so after like the first couple months, now they're like cracking down. Now they just want like kids who really just want to like do be it better genuinely. And so like now all like the, the hood niggas and the real niggas or whatever is like they're like kicking them out, moving them out. They're starting to figure out like, oh, he's scaring people. Get him out of here, you know. And then a lot of those people was on probation. So if they blew that, they go to jail. Oh, juvie. Wow. Man. So they so when so they cracked down, somebody like kind of like snitched on our like organization. And then, like, they all, like, kind of, like, there's, like, this whole, like, board of, like, these, like, military, like, police and people who, like, ran the shit. And then people I've never even seen. It was, like, this big-ass, like, <laughs> fucking, like, boardroom, like, desk, like, uh, like, the war room and shit. And mm-hmm. It was long as fucking, like, because everything's on the base. Mm-hmm. So, I was, like, I don't know what's going on in the base when I, when I even look back. Like, who knows what's going on in there? And, like, and I'm just, like, yo, I sit there. I'm, like, yo. I actually felt important. Like, even though I was in trouble, I felt, like, yo. <laughs> They were all lined up, all like our sergeant <laughs> and everybody. Then the head, the head chick, she was the like the, uh, I guess you could say the dean of the whole shit. Yeah. And then she was at the end of the table, 
And I was just, and I was at the other end. And I was thinking, I'm like, yo, all this for me? Like, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, we got on a map. Like, no, That's what I'm thinking. Like, nigga, we on a map, bro. Like, and then so, uh, uh, then they're like, yeah, we here. You're extorting people and this and this and that. And then, honestly, I, I've had, like, a, a bully streak growing up just because, like, I didn't, like, there, there wasn't, to even look back, I just, there wasn't that much love. Like, just being shown to me, like, personally, directly, you know, like, in my household. You know, like I told you, my mom's gone all the time and yeah, just sleeping yeah. and gone. So, I mean, I guess I, I, I started, like, I would just, I would bully people. And then, so, I did that. And I, and I was definitely bullied. Like, I was a bully for sure, like, in that word, you know. Yeah. When I say anti-bullying, like, yeah, that was me, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially when I, especially when I went to military school. Because those kids are like, they not, they wasn't from the hood, a lot of them. They just come from like weird homes, yeah. you know what I mean? Like those weird like there has suburban to be a homes. In, in some regard, yeah, though. you know. And then so uh, they were like easier, I guess, to like manipulate and like pick on, you know. Yeah. Especially when I, because that's what I saw. I saw it. The difference. I'm like, okay, there's a group. I know the niggas really from the city, you know, really banging, really from the city, mm-hmm. and these kids just from the outskirts. Or like you know, and they're just here. So I got the kids from the city. Like we all related. Like I'm from the city too, and that scared everyone easily. Like <laughs> so, uh, they like you know we got to separate you. And then two of those dudes, yeah, they got kicked out and then went to juvie because they was on probation. Mm-hmm. But they just wanted to be a part of something active, you know. Yeah. And I saw that too. You know, I, I, like at a young age, I was a, uh, I was always like a. A fucking chess player, like like with the people, you know, like ever like clearly like high school, you know, like I got it, like that I was different, but I also came from a place where I get it, you know, and I know I just like survive and talk to y'all, you know, mm. so and they just come from just only one place, yeah, and only one perspective of thinking, so I was like, yeah, okay, it was easy, so they got removed, and of course they couldn't remove me because the GPA, they're like, ah, oh, you're, you're like got the highest grade average, so we can't. I was like, well, all right. So still, so after that, shit, like you know, pissed. Homies, had, some of the homies had to go. Some homies stayed. Uh, so now, just uh, now, get more, more, more into the raps, more into everything. And like I tell you, like I'm still not accepting this. I'm not like conforming. I'm still kind of like being like an asshole to people and to the sergeants, to whoever. And I don't know for some fucking reason. Like I said, but I'm still cool with people. Like, I always was, like, the coolest, like... And that's happened also for a need of, like, I guess, acceptance and not having that, like, at home. Like, I always just thrive to be, like, the popular kid at school. Like, like it was... I was not going to be... Like, and I moved so much. So, I needed that even more, you know? Because yeah. I, need, I needed quick validation and quick, you know... I, there was no buildup because I'm about to be out. So, I need to be lit right now at this school, mm-hmm. you know, because sitting here waiting, being being the weird guy for a second, like, I can't even handle it. I couldn't handle that. Right, 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 right. So, it's like, I got to do what I got to do to just be, like, cool and, like, make this shit, like, like good for me, you know? Yeah. Make it, like, you know what I mean? Best as I possibly can. Like I said, I told you, make every situation and make it my bitch. Like, Absolutely. so that's, that was that, like, moving a lot, I have to just be popular, like, and be like that and looked at as like that, you know, at every school or whatever. And it even comes to just even just like now, I would always get to the new school and always try to figure out who was the popular kid. Like, who's the who's the kid? 
And it, and it was never the kid that I thought. And mm. it's like that now. The person you think is the guy is never really the guy, yeah. you know? And then you end up looking at that guy like, why did I, like, like I really, is like, you were the, like, you were the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the bar? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, and, because and, some people make you believe they're the bar. Yeah. You know, and won't even correct you. For sure. Sense. Like, so I think that's what happens even with youth is that, like, like dumb shit is like the bar and it's like the dumb people ain't saying like nah you should want to do this you know like i'm trying to get to that they're just like yeah yeah you know for and sure it's the same thing you, you you get you think like i was telling him like i thought the goldies were rich until like i went to a billionaire's house and had dinner so now i'm like well what the fuck was i thinking like you know like i was that was the bar you know like that's yeah. where i've been that's the ceiling i put on myself this whole time like I and they're searching after this. They want to have dinner with this guy, you know. It's like like these these different things. And like I was telling him, like even like I said later in life. Uh, okay, so I fi- I finished with the military school thing. Boom, fast forward, they end up electing me as so. There's this thing. It's basically like a prom, and uh, it's, it's towards the end of the year, and it's like a whole big deal for for them and everybody, all of them. I don't. I tell you, I don't give like. I was completely checked out of high school, bro. Like I, like I told you, like a when I started freshman year, it was like a different soul jumped inside of me. Like and it wasn't like a high school kid, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, it wasn't like a high school kid. I didn't care about prom. I was asked like I could have went to prom like three like by three different girls my freshman year, but and they were like juniors and seniors. Like I only dated juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. I didn't date so- freshmen or sophomores. Like I was just too ahead. I was just too. Like, you know, people, they always, people, the homies always joke, they like, nigga, you was never a freshman. Like, you know, because I didn't come in like, I never was, you know, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I always approached it like that just in life. Like, I, I feel like I'm just like three or four years older than what I should be. Like, you know, and so even then, I'm like, what well, is like prom? Like, what the fuck? That sounds dumb as hell. Like, you know, and then so they announced over your intercom, it's voted only by the students and staff, prom, and then, uh, you know, prom vice president, basically it was just like prom king, prom vice president, and the Grizzly Youth Academy has voted Marcus Ferris, and it's me, that's my name. And then I'm just chilling, it was in class or something like that, and I'm just like, I don't even care about this shit, like, it was like Marcus Ferris, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what the hell, I hate this place, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, how, where do I show you that I just love being here, like, because yeah. I swear, the whole time, it was like a seven-month program, I never was like, I love it here. Like, I always was like, fuck this shit. Like, you know, like, this shit sucks. This is whack. Like, don't talk to me. Don't tell me shit. You know, like, I wasn't like, I didn't, yeah. like, they didn't transform me, you know? So I didn't get how I became, like, the model and it's, like, just all around. Like, you know? And then so I'm like, all right, where well, fuck it. I'm really about to abuse you now. You didn't let the wrong motherfucker get that shit. <laughs> you know, like, you didn't let the wrong one. So it was like times where you didn't have to go to, you didn't have to go to class or, you can like you had extra privileges like for the last like two months. Oh, incredible. oh, I abused it hard and and then so then you had the final thing and then there's this whole ballroom thing and it's this big thing. All these different sergeants, they're all in like their little buttoned up uniforms and everything. And uh, then it's just me at the head of the whole shit, <laughs> like looking like and then, then there's like two big tables lined up and everybody. And then there's like this bowl and you make people do shit and then you you make different announcements. And I'm just sitting there like. Like, what the fuck? Like, how am I even right here? Like, I don't even... Like, I want to be down there with the homies. Like, you know, with my friends and shit. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be right here. Like, you know? 
and it, and then it's it's just like that's why that's why I told you like the whole leadership thing was just like no bro like this you supposed to be like the guy I guess in a mm. sense like or at least one of the guys you know like I don't know I don't even know how else to even explain that particular situation for sure to you know to be like put in that position on some like I didn't even ask for it nothing so graduate that or 4.2 all that that was great actually got my GD in there took my GD for fun and passed it awesome at 16 so I had a GD at 16 and then um incredible I, I was able to so with all this shit there's only like 20 students that get to do like this job like program where you go off the campus and go to these different jobs and whatever it was and the the higher you were like I guess in the I guess rankings whatever the fuck you want to call it uh the better the selection. And so I'm the top nigga. And so I, so what is a few jobs up there? Boom, boom, boom. Silk screen. That's what I want. Wow. So now I'm working at a silk screening place, making shit for hot topic with these, uh, with this company. Wow. Yeah. This, uh, I forget the name of the company. This company that was dope. They were legit. They had all the dope machines. Oh, wow. And so they, they showed me from the start to, to get the graphic in there, scan the image, get the graphic in there, put it to the CAD file, to fucking then now put it to the screens and they just go and then we put it in the heater and that was my day we did that six hours a day and then each day got up man I was then I was so happy like I'm like you oh. must have loved that. oh my god I was like this is the sickest shit you, ever you lightweight went through hell to find the key yeah exactly I was like yeah. yo this is so fucking tight I get to make and then at the end he was like we get to the end and I'll let you make five of your own shirts so I was just like oh hell yeah like and then the shit we were making wasn't just like oh uh. Anderson's moving company. Yeah. Like it was like dope shirts, bro. Like, <laughs> Yo. you know what I mean? Like shit from Hot Topic and Hot Topic was lit. Like, yeah. it was like a Bam Margera shirt yeah. and we were printing like a thousand. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't, it was like kind of tight to me. It was like, yo, this shirt is hard. Like, I like this shit. Like, you know, so it wasn't like dumb, like jobs, like yeah. oh, air conditioning company. Like, you know. Stevenson Insurance. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be, <laughs> it, it was like something cool. Like, uh, like a, a a Beatles graphic tee Word. or something like awesome. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he would then he would give me like the fuck up the fucked up tees, the defects and shit. And I would take them back, and he's like, "Oh, you got new shirts and shit, damn, that's crazy! Like yeah. you got the best job. Like I was the only person bringing shit back. Like you know, <laughs> like I I did have the best job though. I did like Word. and then uh uh and it brought back your creativity and it brought it right back. I was yeah. and I was like so thirsting for it. Like, oh my god, to like yeah. make some kind for of like real. clothes or something like because we just have to. You're either in gray sweats. Or in a gray uniform the whole time. Oh, and, and you kind of like, shit. and then like, you didn't even be able to wear your own shoes till like the fourth month. Because all these things are like privileges. Everything is like a privilege, like shoes and like sugar for an aspect. So sugar addiction was like real. Like, like I was going through like a little bit of withdrawals from like sugar because the first three months, nobody was having sugar. And I like love sweets and candy and shit. And so I was just like losing my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then there was other people addicted to shit worse. Like we had this kid called Tweaker. And he was addicted to meth, and he was actually uh, going cold turkey. Uh, wow! Shit. And they were just like, man, tweak his shit. Like he'd be sleeping, he'd be like yelling shit in his sleep, and he was like sweating, and he was just like, he was like bugging, yo. And then, but he was like sixteen, like already like strung out. You know what I mean? Crazy on meth, you know, crystal. Like no high school. One of one, he had one of them blank transcript type things, and man. just like tweaked, bro. Like making little, doing weird shit, you know. And I'm just like, I definitely don't want to be like that guy. Like, and so, uh, graduate, whatever. Mom's happy, come home, got a GED, and I'm like, well, back in the studio for me. Like, everybody's happy. I'm home. You know, I'm it's just lit. We back in the studio. 
you know, I'm like, well, you know, you're not just gonna just sit around. I know you already got a GD, but you're just gonna sit here. So, boom. Now that sparks now independent study, and that sparks kind of. That was I just turned 17. That was the beginning of the whole adulthood. A few months into my independent studies, um, you know, just feeling just a go, like grown in whatever case. Mom actually kicks me out. I actually go to live with Julian and his, and his parents and stuff like that. So I actually was officially on my own at 17. And, yeah, that was like, that kicked in another thing. And by the time I was, basically it was supposed to be this, like the second half of my junior year. I was in, enrolled in college, taking the college classes to get faster high school credits. So for every one college credit, which is like an elective, you had to take electives, then you got 12 high school credits. So I knew I didn't belong in high school anyway, so I just went straight to the college shit, and then that's what came out my friends, which is where <coughs> I met Pac Div. You know what I'm saying? They older, wow. you know what I mean? I met them, they were in college, I was still in high school, none of them knew that. I was just a high school kid in a college program, but I just like fit already, like, cause wow. I did music, we've been doing shows together. Nobody yeah. knew that I was still in high school, like, you know, cause we performing at, you know, House of Blues, 21 over venues with them and shit. And then that, now I'm in college and seeing, now we all chilling, go to the same shit. You know, Swift D, another, another guy from Lancaster, you know what I'm saying, type <laughs> shit. And he, you know, he's, he's really on, he did so the schoolboy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And so, uh, he was honestly Swift was the first one that made it. You know what I'm saying? He's the first one that got an official placement where we all was like, yo, we could do this shit it's too. Possible. You know what I mean? Like that nigga Swift just got, he had like a few songs on that Bobby Valentino yeah. uh, album, the first one. And, it, and, we all, and we all used to bump the album. And so he's like, oh, Swift, man, he got an album on a dope, he got a song on a dope album. Yeah, we all, finna, we going up. Now, now we really doing shows in Hollywood and getting out of there and like really spreading our wings and, uh, mm. Uh, and this is all while I'm taking independent study, doing this college shit. And that's when I actually picked up golf, too. That's like a random other trait. That was one of my electives. And then I got actually good at that. And they wanted me to play for the team and shit. And I'm like, man, they got rap. Like, what the fuck? But it was just my elective. And so, so which you, actually, what's up? I'm saying, so you, but you're still trying to push music now. So at like this that, point, I'm pushing, <coughs> I'm, a, I'm more of a, I'm a creative director at this point. So I was pushing like art in a whole, you know, it. like. Whether it's through someone's campaign, through photo shoot, through lookbook ideas, yeah. through the song selection of their EP, um, uh, through the album art, the cover art. Because when, when you art. say independent studies, is this like, get into that a little bit. When I say independent studies, I mean in high school, basically, when you either get kicked out or you just like kind of like homeschool, you're like in this place where you just go to school once a week. So you're not like really into full adulthood yet of like totally on your own. You still have to figure out this this middle ground School, area. But I know, but I don't live with my mom anymore. But you don't live. Like, I don't have like like my room. Or, Got it. That's such an interesting like dynamic. A house to really go to, you know. And uh, but I have to go. Like I knew I had to like turn in stuff at school like once a week. Mm -hmm. and my classes at the the college or whatever. And are you making your own money? Yeah, yeah. I think I was, where was I working? I've been working at like Subway or some shit. That was mm -hmm. my first job. I was working at Subway at the time, making my money, paying Millie's parents like some rent, giving them whatever money that I could afford mm -hmm. to like give them yeah. so I could stay there, you know, stay on the couch or whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, then I graduated actually early. Like, you know, so everybody's going to prom, junior, uh, senior. I'm like dating a girl. She's like 23, you know. I'm like, what are you? prom like some you know my, so i see my friends from high school and it's so different now you know it's because it's like 
like, yo, like, damn. He's like a kid to me, you know? Word. You know, that's how I felt. And I, mm-hmm. I actually felt bad about it, you know? I felt bad that that I was being kind of brand new because I was, like, mm-hmm. now in, like, in an older world, you yeah. know? I'm, like, a 17-year-old kid hanging with only 22 to 24-year-olds. Yeah. They got people got their own apartments, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 These type of things and cars and, you know, For jobs real. and shit, you know? Yeah. Uh and then yeah, that 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 shifted it, and I kind of like left that whole high school chapter behind, like all of it. And uh, when did it really like take that next step for you in terms of, and not even like on a chronological thing, just on like a life thing where you're like, this is real. I'm on my own, and now I'm really on my path. Because from from your story so far, you've had like it's still moving. There's a lot of motion. There's a lot of transitions. There's a lot of middle area. There's kind of waiting for the next thing, waiting for the next thing to be done. When was that first like real shift for you where I don't know if it's, it's a something that you have to get serious with or something that you latched onto that took you. But when were you like, I guess even with yourself, that, that step, that first like real transition into it's fucking go time and not like, totally transition and waiting. I'm going to be honest with you. It was, it was in my, the beginning of my freshman year. Oh, like I was okay. not playing. Like, like I just say that to say like, Oh, I didn't just get into it. Like I was, I really wanted to make it and be successful. Like it wasn't a mm. joke to me. It wasn't like play to me. Like I, I didn't find it funny if uh, my parents didn't respect it. You know what I mean? Like I took yeah. that hard, like that. It wasn't respected. Like at first, like, you know, like, uh, you know, it caused a lot of resentment in my house that mm. they didn't think that I was serious or that that was serious. You know, yeah. you know, even with my stepdad, like that. You know, they didn't believe, and they just like, uh, you know, I remember, I remember showing them stuff, and they'd be like, I mean, that's supposed to be dope or something. And I used to be like, I just be crushed, like what, like, you know. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna show you, motherfucker, like I'm gonna make this whole city hot. You gonna have to play me, and I did. That's kind of what happened with him too, and I and I told him too, like you remember, right? Like once he got cool, like we got the whole city hot, and he had to play me at parties. He had to play our stuff, like you know, and that that was one thing that fueled that, you know, was that yeah. thing just always like me, me and Millie's always be like, man, we gonna show that motherfucker. He don't fucking know, like you know, he think our shit ain't dope. Yeah, yeah we gonna show that nigga, like, cause we wanted him to think it was dope, cause he a DJ. Yeah, out of anybody, like he's a veteran DJ. We wanted him to accept it more than anybody. Absolutely. And then he would just be like. What you want me to say? That's supposed to be dope. Like some like crazy shit. Yeah. And it, and it would be like, and we saw we used to always walk like, man, fuck that nigga. Like, man, watch me. Our shit gonna be dope. Don't even trip, bro. Don't even trip. Like, you know, Millie would be like, man, don't even trip, bro. Don't even worry. We're gonna get our shit hot. Like, you know, and we just like we 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 were dead serious. You know what I'm saying? I, I bring I bring him up because he was like one of the only ones but yeah. besides this nigga, but he was really one of the only ones that was there every step on that moment where it was like, Yeah, bro, we're about to be on. Like <clears throat> At the beginning of high school, like it wasn't, I'll tell you, it wasn't a joke. So, no, yeah, well, you have this, yeah, you have this entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mind. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you're still going through kind of like these loopholes of you have high school in the way, you have military school in the way, Mm -hmm. you got independent studies in the way. You know, it's still kind of these structural things by by law. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That are like holding you back, right? Exactly. But it's definitely. and maybe it's not even a hold back, but I, I kind of want to know when like the wings really spread. For, Pretty from, much after once I once I shed behind a whole notion like 
that like I'm in high school and then once I just realized like I'm just I'm out here just like the rest of everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It was full forward like like you know when whatever we was doing you know because that must have been like a very free moment right for you i mean i think like just getting out of high school getting out of college is is that moment of like damn i'm in the real world it's a little you you can be unsure but it's also very free it's like okay i remember when i when i graduated college i was like finally it's over yeah yeah like i got it done let's roll but, it, but I never graduated college. I just graduated high, high school, school yeah. in college. Right, right. Very weird, yeah. You Very get what I'm saying? So totally. I never finished. The co- I only needed college to graduate high school. No, yeah. So it, 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 was, it was kicking in like already. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Seeing people with, like I said, with places and responsibilities. Yeah. Like that was like kicking in where it's like, oh, bro, I got a job. I got to go to work. And it's like, well, damn, what am I going to do? Well, you exactly. Know? And that question of, damn, what am I going to do? Like you can't just run purely off... Well, maybe you can. I was going to say you can't run purely off passion and creativity because you're like passion, creativity, but also have to make some money and like pay my bills and, yeah. and make a living. What was that for you in terms of, of, of this, you know, young entrepreneurial mind in a very unique situation where you're young, but you're ahead of so many, but you're also like not behind, yeah. but like you're, you're, you're hanging with the older guys who have all their shit kind of together, mm-hmm. but you're ahead of all your younger homies exactly and it was hard dude yeah you know what i mean it was hard as fuck because i don't i didn't have no structure on how to fucking open a bank account how to write a check how to file a apartment application how to god didn't barely file a job application uh uh and, th- and this is the basics and these are the things that i actually get overlooked a lot yeah and, and they're things like Almost as if they're all given. Like, yeah, that, that's... Yeah, until, like, no, until no, no. You, let, you, you, you get thrown out on your ass and then you have to, like, do something. And you're like, wait, well, well how do you do it? You know, like, how do you... Why can't bank, I get this like, apartment? bank account? Like, I can open one? Like, anybody could get one? Yeah. We're talking about at, like, 19, like, you know? So, and that's the problem with, like, uh, just in a lot of people, like, in, you know, in our community, whatever it is. You're not, you're, you're already, you've already failed before you even started because mm. you don't have no tools and no knowledge on shit mm. about it. simple stuff is a bank account. So how can you thrive if you don't even know what a bank account is? Yeah. How can you thrive if you don't know what an apartment application is? Well, it's like, yeah, you got to go get the apartment. Little do you know you have to have like an established credit, you a bank like, account. Yeah. I don't even know what fucking credit is. Like, what yeah. is credit? What the fuck are we talking? A credit yeah. card? That's all I know. Right. And if you go to the hood, it's the same thing. No one knows nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm telling him, like... It's, it's interesting, man. It, it's, it's such an interesting perspective that I'm so happy you're talking about because um, it's even at... It, it's so overlooked, I feel, Absolutely. if you're not experiencing it. Yeah. Um, almost taken for granted. But those exactly. are the bare fucking things that still matter and, 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 and are still part of the education. And it's the bare things that that we just, you almost feel like you ain't, like, I guess society makes you feel like you're not supposed to get it. Mm. And it's basic information, which makes you feel like you ain't supposed to have the information. Mm. You know, simple shit is, like I said, a bank account, like what to do to get a bank account or what's saving money or what is credit or what is a credit card or what is an apartment application or all that shit? You don't fucking know anything. None of nobody knows none of it. Now you kind of do a little bit more because it's like everything's digital, and you just have to have a card to just buy shit. But before it's like that, it's like 
when everything was just like a hard check and you cash it at the bank and you know what I mean? Yeah. The fuck? Like, I didn't know anything. Like, what the, what the hell is that? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I know to take a check, go to the check cashing place and just get cash for it <coughs> and go, and go spend it, do whatever, you know, whatever it was. But like, oh, put this in the account or put, save it. It's like, what? Save what? Like, nobody in my neighborhood, in my whole family, you don't save. Like, you just survive, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. You can't save when you fucking behind, bro. Like, you know, that's why people are like, I don't get it. Why don't they just save? Like, you can't save if you're behind. How the fuck are you going to save if you're in debt? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. First of all, a lot of our parents, I'm pretty sure this nigga mama did it. They got bills in our name by the time we not even teenagers yet. We got past due bills and and things in our name. You mm, know what I'm saying? Wow. Before we can even put the shit in our own name. Dog, when I go put shit in my name, that pops up, bro. Like, and I now I gotta pay I have to pay the past due. Like these things, this is like wow. this is like very casual. Like, oh, we past due to go put it in. And then each person past due would go down the line, all the kids, until the, we ain't got no more to pass due. You know what I mean? Wow. And shit, who you think credit that going when you grow up? And but do you think they know what credit is? No, that's why they do it. You know what I mean? They don't know what the fuck credit is. Like, what is the hell? You know what I mean? Oh, I, I know if I put this in a new account, it's gonna open. Mm. You know, like not knowing that shit is once you default that, whatever you do with that, pass due that. Now, when I want to go get my shit together, you know what I mean? So that it's like that, and that's mm. a lot of people, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Man. Where it's like you go, you, you go to go get your shit together, and it's like other shit on there already, like from your parents, like you know, uh, just. Because it's like, well, shit, you want the lights on? We need to put the name in your light or the light bill in your name, like, period, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. <laughs> that's literally how it is. Like, it wasn't like, oh, let's do this to jug. It's like, yeah. do you want the lights on? Do you want the Survive. heat on? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, or what? You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, that, that was that. Because the only moment, I guess, in a sense, you know, where we track this whole thing where, I guess I saw success or we felt it of our own, I guess, my family. And so I kind of, I left this, uh, missed this part too. Usually in, in interviews, I used to not talk about it because my uncle was still in jail and he was like finish it. But he was basically like a, like one of the biggest uh, cocaine distributors on the West Coast. And he was actually, he actually was rich. And then this was, I was like younger, maybe like between like five to like seven. We were still in the hood, but then they actually got out. You know, like my cousin and them, like they got out and they moved to Chino. Big ass house. They had like two maids and then they had like all these benzes and all this uh, shit. And um, a lot like my like 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 my dad worked. My dad worked for him and moved shit for him. And my <coughs> my cousins did, which my cousin. Uh, and then so you know he was do, you know doing that, going crazy. Everything's great. We'll go over there, all the family dinners, all the you know a few little trip here and there. Uh. You know, boom, feds raid, everything going. You know, my cousin, everything, like everybody hit rock bottom because that was kind of like a support system. Yeah. So that's to go back. That's what started all the moving. Is mm. uh, wow. That and just like it just wasn't that safe. You know, to be in for one sure. spot for for a second. You know, for sure. Uh, because they had a lot of enemies and you know on the streets yeah. and a lot, a lot of shit. You know, man, it's situations like. Uh, you know, being a being being a baby, you know, and then like niggas running up in my uh like my mom's apartment and she's with my aunt and you know my pops in there and then they was like held at gunpoint, you mm-hmm. know, like I was on the floor, 
and you know tied up all kind of shit gun buddy all of that like where the money at where it's at because now you're now attached to like a lit drug dealer so it's like on, a, on some paid and full shit where it's like now everybody want a piece wow. nigga, we see you pull up with all this shit you know so you know they kicked down my mom door when i was like three you know what i'm saying had them with guns to their head all that shit and so that was like yeah and then shit real and then shit that that's when he even got even more bigger after that and, and you know, never seen those guys again. You know, when I talk, when I talk to my mom about it, she was like, "We never seen them again." Like, you know, we told him, and it was we never seen them again. It was like it was a part where everybody used to hang out every weekend, and then they would be there, and she was like, "We just never saw them again." Like, wow. you know, like type shit. And so, you know what I mean? Remember seeing my uncle like fucking? I used to go. Uh, he, he had a uh, he had a Beamer with the VVSs. It was it was fucking sparkly red. <laughs> He had three beamers actually. He had a black one, a white one, and a sparkly red one. And then we was in a sparkly red one. And, uh, Cause like, like they say, like, oh, it's only ball players and drug dealers. Like, that's what he was. Like, that was like making it. You know what I mean? Like, and niggas just didn't ask where the money come from. They just took it, accepted all the gifts and all that. Like, you know. Yeah. And so we riding down and we and we'll, and we'll make low, we'll bend little corners and he'll pick up a little shit. Little bags and little fucking brown paper bags and shit. And I'm just like, yo, I'm just riding. just happened to be like, yo, this shit's tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. My mom drove a fucking beat up Datsun. You know what I mean? That's how like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas is broke. So we like, nigga, I'm in clean ass whips. Like, nigga, we living. Like, you know, we're yeah. rich now. You know what I'm saying? Because we looked at it like, man, we all rich. You know? We all lit. You know? And so, yeah, yeah, seeing that. And then, you know, growing up. Growing up, realizing like what that even was, like he picking up money, dropping shit off to different little spots, different little shit, and I'm just riding around with him, you know. He, you know, I see situations where he fucking smacking people up, they own money in front of all my cousins and shit. We just sitting there watching TV, you know. Is this and is and then dude, my aunt was like, she's like the most like hood one, like uh, like I like all my family, you know. And then she was just like the, she was the ride or die, you know. And so when everything went down, like they lost everything. You know, everything was seized, like all those cars, and that, and so boom, another lesson, niggas. <laughs> that ain't the way to go. Like it all can be taken away. You know, yeah. you think you on top, you think shit is, you know, you're just riding in the, the sparkly Beamer with the VVSs, and, and you don't have nothing. You know, and and that was a that was a reality check for all of us, and that never left me. You know, never to this day is like that fast money shit, or or you or even just anything like all the shit could be gone. You know, like yeah. It's all can be taken away. It's all material shit that can be stripped from you, bro. Like, you can have a, a million cars, a million this. Like, someone can just take it in yeah. a day. Like, mm-hmm. move all your shit out. You know? Like, it's nothing. Like, it's just scrap metal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What's millions? That's, that, that's what it was. That, even, even, even sends to, like, doing some shit for fast money. What's millions when you have a sickness that is uncurable? Yeah, exactly. You know or, or your family member or your child or, exactly. or something. Because like, you're like, oh, I just want a Benz. Then it's like, nah, I need the white one. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I saw my uncle do this shit. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. the ignorant, it all like, piles up. Uh, cycle of yeah. it all. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, like oh, oh, I, I want a Ducati. Actually, I want the red one, too. And then the <laughs> yellow one. Oh, now I want a dually. Actually, I don't want two dualies. What are you going to do with two dualies <laughs> with four wheels on the back taking a million-dollar gas? Like, you know? And so, it's just like that. Like, you know, when you never have nothing, like, you know? And then, so, boom, he gets, he gets pinched. He actually gets sentenced to life, you know, sentenced wow. to life, 25 to life, you know, uncle gone, all the money gone. They had some money left a little bit. Uh, all that's gone. Then 
there was a few of my cousins that was doing shit with him, pinched down on the operation, and a few of my cousins got uh yeah about thirty years, forty years. Uh, yeah, that Obama shit happened. Actually, my uncle just got out last year, man. When Obama released all them prisoners, wow. my uncle was one of them. Dead ass on the drug crimes. Wow, uncle was one of them. He was in jail for twenty five years. Wow, yeah, so he, he in a halfway house right now, figuring it all out. Probably trying to wrap his fucking mind around all this whole new world. Yeah, it's a whole new world, bro. Twenty five years later, for real. You mean your kids are fully grown? Your kids got kids. Damn. You know what I mean? Like. It's, it's crazy. The world is completely different. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's phones and like, <laughs> if you were just talking like technology, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, never talk socially or politically. Like, for real. It's all different. You know, the, the value of money, like all of it. Like, uh, and yeah, so, you know what I mean? So, so as you can see, there's just this whole, it's a cycle. Like, my whole shit is, is uh, based on breaking these cycles and these fucking, um, these stereotypes, bro. That's, so that's why it's like being around all this shit and being able to go further into being around shit, being around billionaires, you know, you know, multi-hundred millionaires chopping it, you know, having my friend being an NBA and so that so then we go later. I'm still still trying to figure out, still trying to figure out. This is about like 2007. Um, he's in he's in college and then and then that was even more at the Goldies more. And then uh, I lived, like, with my cousin in the hood in Inglewood. Like, mm-hmm. I had to go live over there, uh, you know, getting banged on every day. Like, that shit was a whole nother thing. Like, I hated that I had to be back in that, you know. Mm-hmm. People, and it was like, people still, I'm like, damn, people still like this, you know. Because I didn't seen, at this point, I didn't see a lot of shit. Yeah. I didn't seen, seen a lot of nice shit, you know. I didn't seen some shit. So I'm not like this little naive little boy no more. Like, and you're paving, you're starting to pave your own path. Yeah, it's not like you have to be there necessarily. Exactly, it was just like circumstantial, like fuck, you know. Yeah, and then you're there on your terms, but you don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. Which was like, I look back, that it sucked, and but it helped a lot, you know, because it created like. this like solidarity that just like helped me just like believe like like in myself, you know what I mean? And it's really it's crazy because the two albums that got me through like those times is uh Kingdom Come. That's why I said it's my favorite Jay-Z album. Mm. And uh 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 and uh The Roots. I can't fucking remember the name of the roots. Those so those are things that kind of like definitely like pushed me through, boom, start getting in producing. And like I, I just think, like I said, I'm fully dedicated to everything. Going through all the bullshit, where I'm gonna stay, where I'm gonna live, still fucking full steam ahead. You know, like, you know, we'd be in sessions with like, at this point, like now we're like writing for different people. So it's like going through where I'm staying today, but be in sessions with like dope people, like Brandy and this person. So we're still trying to find it out, figure it all out. Still, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's still struggling, trying to like. Like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Like, we're supposed to be on. Like, we're working with these people. They rich. We not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Think I'm still in the hood. Like, you know what I mean? Back in this bitch. Like, you know. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, and so then, then I had to move to my grandfather's in Pasadena. So I'm back. Boom. Another notch knocked down. I'm like, fuck. Damn. Know? Like, fuck, I'm really back exactly where I started. Like, what the shit. fuck does this mean right now? You know? Uh, like, shit. And then, and then now they're really old ways, so they really don't care about what the fuck I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, they really don't care. You know, it was just like, fuck. So 
you know, getting through that. But I, I love them. They, they, you know, my grandma, she kept me fed, home cooked meal all the time. Like, that, that, that was like, eating wise, that was like the most stability that I had. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you know, I put on some weight and shit. Like, you know, uh, I was happy about that. And then, you know, they loved me. They, they, they just like, they accepted it, but they, they come from a generation where it is really not possible, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, what? What is making it? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're talking, you know, like mm-hmm. crazy from the South early generations. Yeah, day like by day. Early, you know? Day. Super day by day, like yeah. nickels and, you know what I mean? That type of like crazy <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like here goes a nickel. Like, yeah. I mean, I was like, oh my God, I'm rich. Like, you yeah. know? That's like my grandpa was like really, really poor like that, you know? Like, really, really poor. Like, poorer than none of us have ever, ever been. Like, you know? So, uh, so, they, so they come from that. They have that <coughs> mentality, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, so I'm having to like kind of like live through that and whatever, just living, having to just be there. Then boom, Jordan gets signed to the Lakers, and we like, oh shit, like damn, like dang, our niggas really on, you know? And like, whoa, that's the first person that really made it. You know what I mean? Like, he really made it. He's from here. Like, he ain't even rich. He didn't grow up rich or nothing. Like, you know, uh, and made it. You know, from to the dream, like the Lakers. Like, boom, our yeah, boy's the dream. Yeah. You know, so kid from the city. Boom, move up. Now he in Playa Del Rey, got his like nice place and shit like that. And so now it's like, now we're experiencing like one of our own making it, which yeah. is now a whole nother adjustment. Whole nother adjustment. It's cool to see the shit like the goatees in there, you know what I mean? Like, but when one of your, like when your best friend or like, some, like your, basically like your brother makes it, go from make it to not make it, now it's a new adjustment, you know? Yeah. It's a whole squad adjustment, a whole, because not only now, Obviously, he's he's dealing with all these new things. It's like, not like now, like I'm getting treated differently by like my family and like people. You know, like I'm yeah. the nigga with the money, or I play for the Lakers. You know, <laughs> like it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. and, sure. and, and and I was so that was another shift for me just in life, like to see what that does, to see too. what that do. You know what I mean? It's fickle at the same time, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I, I like I, I t- touched on him briefly, like bro. I went from, you know what I mean? This is when the Lakers won a championship. Like, I went from nigga sleeping on my grandpa floor to being on the fucking parade float <laughs> next to Kobe. But then back to my grandpa's floor, like, Man. you know? And then it, was, then it was just a lot after that to where, like... That, ha- that, that has to, for, like, the psyche, just, like, be so such got, a no, mind fuck. back home, and then my grandpa was like... We saw you on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, nigga, we didn't know you knew him. Like, they're like, how'd you get on? They didn't even they had no, not the slightest clue. That that was my nigga the whole time. Nothing like, Yo. not even the slightest. Like, because also I felt like uh, doing uh, doing no things. Hey, wanna roll up? Doing those things. I was. I felt like it was, I was making my family feel bad about being poor mm. and about not having shit. And 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 it, and it did. It still does. It still does to this day. Like it still does. You know what I mean? And that's the, and that's and that. And what you mean? Think, by but that? the thing was, you were poor and not having shit while doing that. Exactly. But that. But that's what happens, bro. Like meaning, like when when you finally get something of your own, yeah, and you just don't give it to everybody, and yeah. everybody can't get it. Mm. You know what I mean? People start getting like start having resentment grow on you. Mm. For sure. Um. And, and and you know, and you realize like, damn, like that's that's all it takes. You know what I mean? Like just but when I was just down and bad, you know what I mean, it was it was off it was all smiles, you know? Yeah. Like everybody smiles when you ain't got shit, you know. So when you start getting some shit, niggas is mad, frowning, you know, and and 
that was that was a big adjustment. That was a big one. Mentally, you know, that was a big one mm-hmm. to to like get over that. That was a big one for all of us. We was all going through it at the same time. Like for Jordan, like it was it was he was transitioning into being like he's just like a kid in the family to now being the sole provider of the whole family. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Nigga, we was fucking if he was at UCLA, he was staying with the Goaties, but yeah. he didn't have money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just he just he was able to just like live there, which yeah. was like a fucking miracle because he couldn't live with his parents and he couldn't afford the, the dorms. So he would have either had to commute from the valley to Westwood or I don't know, figure some shit out. Yeah. But it wasn't like he had it laid out either. You yeah. know what I mean? The Goaties just reached down and fucked him up like fairy godparents and shit. <laughs> For you know? Real. Same thing, same thing with Josh. Like Josh don't Same thing shit. with just Josh. Like that's like, yeah. He went to fucking Fair, uh, Fairfax. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody got nothing out here. Like, it just was, some things was just like, you. You know what I mean? Mm. You. You know, that's all it is. It's just like fucking chance, bro. Or like universal chance. Like, out of all the people, niggas was just like, "Mm, you. (laughs) You know what I mean? You get to see what it's like. That's crazy. For real. You know, like, and everyone else doesn't. That's crazy. You know, like, everyone else doesn't. Millions of people don't, but you do. You know? So there's like, like Kendrick says, like I relate to Kendrick's story like a lot, a lot. So that's why he was like always my favorite, even when he, when I first like dis- like discovered him like way back and shit, like in like 08 times, because I'm like, fuck, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fucking me. Like you know, like that's my life story right there in a sense. Like not exactly, but yeah, that energy is like my life. Like you know what I'm saying? Like growing up and just now, you know, for sure. Uh, seeing something and seeing how everybody's just so like, you know, haven't seen it. And that's why he has this, he has that that song Survivor's Guilt, you mm. know, and it's and it's real, bro. Survivor's <laughs> Guilt, bro. Just like in Afghanistan, you had your best friend, he went with you, but he got killed, but you didn't. For sure, you know. And it's the same thing. It's like, oh, my cousin got killed, but I didn't. And it's like, oh, I made it out, but they didn't. Or I'm I'm here in Brentwood, but they can't be. For sure, you know, it's, it sucks. Like it's not yeah. like nothing you want to just brag about, and nothing yeah. you just want to just. Hey guys, look where I was. Like, you know, it's 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 you feel a guilt. Like you feel for guilty sure. as fuck. Like for sure. You Crazy. know, when you shouldn't really, you know what I mean? It sounds it's ridiculous. Like to be to feel fact. guilty for like ha- doing something nice, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, but you do you feel mm-hmm. guilty. Like, you know, I still feel guilty sometimes, like, uh, about shit, you know, and I'm you know, I'm I'm learning more that it's like it's not my fault, you know. It's not my fault that niggas don't know nothing or because this stuff has been for generations, bro. It's yeah. been for hundreds of years, bro. This shit's been in play. So people kind of take a lot of responsibility on that. Like it's their fault, you know, and then I have to realize like, it's not my fault, man. Like it sucks, but it ain't my fault. You know what I mean? I got to do what I got to do with, for me and my family. It ain't my fault why people is trapped. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like it wasn't it wasn't somebody else's fault while I was there, you know? Like yeah. so it's 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 like you only can do so much until you can do a lot, you know what I mean? But it's like it's not it's no it's so that's why I shed a lot of the guilt too, even with my own family. Like it's it's not my fault, you're not where you wanna be. Like I know you wanna like try to pick a blame or like project the energy off, but it's mm. like it, it ain't my fault. That's mm. a that's a huge thing to to get over. Or even move past, you know what I'm saying? Just like that type of guilt. Because yeah. it's like so many people expect something, right? What was it like for you to go through that and then come out on the other side and be like, look, first of all, you guys are seeing it way differently. 
Secondly, how the hell am I going to help everybody else when I can't even help myself fully yet? Like, it's, what is all of this? It's, and, that, and that's the time when, like, Facebook is, like, is like king at this point. Yeah. It, it was, I, I tried to tell him, but it, it was hard for them to digest it. Just because, I, you know, he's younger, we stunned it. This yeah. is them, uh, the Ledoux days I'm telling you about. This yeah. is the time. So it's like, we out, we had Ledoux, we here, we here, we here, we here, and, or, or we're just doing whatever <laughs> here, there, at all the games, at all the shit. So I'm telling you one thing. But then you go on social media and you see it differently. So that's when sure. perception kicks in, you yeah. know? And it's like, but I'm telling you, I don't have no money. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm telling you that I don't even have money to eat. And I'm telling you that maybe, she, can I borrow $20? Like, I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I hit my mom for money and she used to be baffled. Like, and I used to be like, bro, like, what do you think is happening over here? Like, you know, <laughs> this nigga's not our dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're going the road, he's not like, here, left some money on the table for you to eat. Like, <laughs> we grown ass people and shit, you know? So, He's like, you can stay here and you can and y'all, and y'all, and y'all can focus on your music shit. That's what that's why we love that nigga. Cause he 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 let us focus on our music shit and gave us like a good neighborhood and a good home to be in, like yeah. a nice house, you know? Yeah. To really feel like for the first time what it feels like to live in there and like really nestle yeah. in and be like, yeah, nigga, this is this is what it is. Like, you know, he used to come over all the time. He needs to be like, Shh. like, man, nigga, we like, nigga. <laughs> like, like, nigga, we we home. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, Shh. like, you know, we is, you know? And so and then, uh, you know, so kind of after that, that prepared me, I guess, in a sense, like for like success, you know, and like what's to come of it, yeah. you know, like mm. how people, how people switch up, how people move, how people be all on your dick, how girls be all on your dick, how uh, people act like they know you, how people get jealous of you, how people resent you, and like mad lessons, you know what I'm saying? Just, for sure. Wow, you know. Uh, it changes everything. You know, people say it don't change. I feel like it changes the people around you more than you because people don't, people be feeling like they don't know how to like come, like come at you, you know? And, it, and you be looking like, bro, I'm just me, but like with more money and experiences, like, but I'm not like stunting on you, you know? Like, I never, even when I go to all my family shit or whatever cases, like, they have this like whole perception built up. And it's just like, yo, chill. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not him. You know, yeah. like you, you, you're buying into this whole thing that everyone else buys into. Like, yeah. it's supposed to be like you should know me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But it starts getting blurred. You know, and it's like, sure. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yo, like that ain't real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, uh, I've had a conversation with my mom like even recently, and I'm like, I'm like, I think you're caught in this perception. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you have to understand that ain't that. Like, mom, that's not real. You know, like. You know, you have to check in with me in real life to figure out what's really going on. You know, yeah. you can't just log on Facebook or Instagram and be like, oh, my son's doing it. He, he living his life. You know, no need to check in. You know what the fuck I'm going through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what people are going through. Sure. That like, external facade is a fucking you know mirage. And it's not yeah. a facade I mean, that I'm creating. I'm yeah. just living my life. Like, yeah. You know, it's the perception. The, the yeah. perception of external is a mirage anyways. Yeah. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? You know, it's like you, you ain't talked to people in months and they, and they like know all this shit. And it's like, well, you couldn't have built that up because I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Because right. I ain't talked to you in months. So right. so how can you feel away and say a thing when I didn't even tell you that? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not my fault that you thought that. And it's like, and, and, but it's like, bro, it's not real. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not one of those guys that's like, that tries to carry it on. Like, I'm, I'm, I, if you get a call, I'm like, bro, like, chill. Like, it ain't, I don't know what you're perceiving, but that's not what it is. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I've made you believe a thing 
you know, but I didn't tell you to, you know. Well, I think it's also hard for people to see one thing but understand another. Like, I think perception is a very tricky thing, kind of like what you were experiencing mm-hmm. when you being on the float with uh, in the parade with Kobe, but being at your grandfather's house. Like, those things, it, it can make you easily seem um, like you're doing things. And even what you're experiencing with Jordan in, in, in this, this kind of like new life that you're introduced to, even living in the house, knowing that you, it's not really your place. Like my whole family. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but you're, you're entrenched in this life. You're experiencing this. sparking here. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, no, it's all good. You're, you're experiencing this life to, the, to exact, almost exactly how it would be if it was your own. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and that's where it, it does get blurry. Like, that's a very hard concept to understand. It even gets, it gets blurry for yourself, too. But, it, sure. but, we, but we had constant reminders, like, you know what I mean? Like, let me tell you, we do shit like, like, we had no money to eat. We used to sell our clothes like Buffalo just to get like gas money and shit like that. Like Jordan, he had bought us a car so we can like get to our meetings and our sessions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was, a, he was always a super believer, which is that's what we love that we love him to this day. Like he super supported us more than did anybody. Like cause he he's the first one to support us financially and with our dream or career or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, what did yeah. the, what did that do for you in terms of how you saw yourself and your career? Being so close to something and entrenched in something so successful, and, and seeing like, wow, this is the the possibility is right in front of you. Oh, so when we went, so now at this point, we're, we're now in, you know, writing in sessions with like Polo to Don and Timberland. Like at so at this point, when that whole switch happened, and I got through it, mm-hmm. the other end, like it all switched. You know what I'm saying? Like meaning, like even like the the career aspect of it like kicked up like boom so now we're in like so as soon as we moved into like oh now we're living this house and we're living kind of like a this life mm-hmm. would immediately like the uh the career stuff like almost matched it almost immediately like you know we're writing the sessions for atlantic and uh, polo to don and mm-hmm. timberland and we uh met hit boy at the time and we're doing different stuff with him and brandy so the momentum for you was building too yeah exactly just the like the actual money wasn't there yet but it was it was it was moving like, yeah it was moving like at, at its fastest to up until awesome. that point awesome you know so we like oh shit okay okay now we're we, we going now let's just make it sense you mm-hmm. know we're like we really in the rooms we're like great you know it's like whoa this is really making sense all this all this time you know all these years like we used to, we used to be in a car like fuck bro like this shit's happening, y'all. Like, you know, like we really just left the session with Polo to Don. Like, you know, and he's mm-hmm. talking to us like regular people in yeah. Timberland and Brandy. We had Brandy House, you know, and it's just like, fuck, still in this kind of financial situation, but still like it didn't, it really but, didn't but even op- matter. Opportunity then. is there. It didn't even matter. That shit was better than money then. Like, you know, yeah. so we didn't give a fuck. We were fucking figuring some shit out. Like, so during the games, we, so we went to I mean, we go to like every Laker game, whatever, every home game. And Lakers was lit at that time, so if you score under 100, you get free tacos. Yep. So we used to kill. So we didn't. We survived off of free tacos. That's right. Jack in the box. Baby. So I would go, and I knew the people at the front doors, and I'd be like, "Man, just give me a lot," and we get a whole stack. And then we'd be hungry as fuck the next day. Go to Jack in the Box, like, I mean, we need five tacos, you know, you, like, you know. And that was like, like a uh, the, the little taco things, like, like here, you take three, and you take oh, three, yeah. like, like, we all eat. The whole the whole squad eats, you know. And I'm like that, like you know that that's how like we just figured it out, you know. Like it never was like we never got too down. We just found a way, you know. It never was so bad, you know. Our net, like 
just where we just where we lived and how our life was going, like worrying about that was very small at that time. You know, I didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. So you many know, other things. I didn't give a fuck about money. Like at that time, you know, if if I made it and how much I made, if I was gonna be rich, I just was like, we already doing it. Mm. You know, in a sense, it's like so even pro- so. You know, another answer to that question is like now walking into these situations and sessions, you kind of got more of a backbone. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I live in a $2 million house. You just got a deal. You know what I'm saying? So it's not more like, oh, oh, thanks, man. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we thankful on it. We're so thankful on the inside. But you have, you have uh, some security behind yeah, you. Yeah, like our approach is like, was like... <laughs> You know, like, you know, we kind of got that. We kind of was walking with that kind of swagger, like, mm. like, you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think you, you know, you have no fucking clue. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you think we just some regular people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that was like our swagger from that point, which, like, helped us, like, move in these situations and seem normal because it was kind of normal, you know, to us at that point. Like, we was getting normalized to these people, to these situations. You know, they, they didn't know that. They yeah. just think we some kids off the street. What was it for you like as creator, as a creator, and being in that position where you were starting to get into rooms with cats that you looked up to, right? Or cats that were doing very well. But then, and then also just like, you know you don't want to be a starving artist. You're also thankful for the opportunity, but as a creator, it's like, okay, when am I going to start monetizing on my craft? Exactly, and and I, and I kind of, to be honest, before we didn't even, we didn't really understand how. Everyone's just like, oh, you signed with ASCAP and you get, da, da, da. but it wasn't until we started moving into professional situations, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and seeing like how they making money, like yeah. you know. Like then it was like oh okay that they got in teams it. behind yeah, you got it's teams. like operations going you get, on you're getting stuff licensed you know what I'm saying you're not just like selling beats you know what I'm saying yeah. and doing all this different shit you know you're getting publishing deals yeah you're getting because uh, what was advances. different from, what was different from you from you there is a lot of cats are just in their rooms or in their basements or like with their squads working on shit but then there's others that get into the rooms with these types of people and you start to see it operating differently, mm-hmm. right? And then you start to want more, like, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's, it's, learning it's, it's, curve. It's, it's addictive, like, because it's like, you know, once you have your session, first session with somebody you know, or even around in the mix, you're like, oh, I don't ever want to be normal. Like, how could I go back to normality after this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the whole flow thing, there was no way I was going back to normality. I was I was immediately finding a way out. Like, I t- then I moved probably like three weeks later, you know? Because it was like, I just, there was no way mentally I, I can do this you know what i'm saying after doing all of that you know this is too much like you can't just keep unplugging me and plugging me out the matrix it's like when does this shit stop you know like i'm tired of being plugged and unplugged out you know like that's where i was with it that was the i drew the line right there mm. i'm tired of being you know what i'm saying yeah like, when you take the drive out your shit and it's like oh you ejected it not properly <laughs> that's what that's basically what was happening bro like and it was like fucking you. with me like you know what i'm saying and uh i was just like nah i can't i need to I need to just be in that one, you know, like I'm tired of being ejected out. Like I need to, I need in, you know, and that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what that was. And yeah, as like everything evolved, like, man, we just started, we just started doing more. And then, you know, we each, like I said, I got into, got into production at that time. So we had kind of like a studio set up. So producing for different artists, uh, still keeping it going. And then, and then, so at this time, 
Millie is he's getting into fashion a little bit more. And then our our sister, because we were a group fifth year senior, but we just did everything together. Yeah. And so she's getting into writing even heavier, you know, like her pen is getting crazier and she wants to do that more. So now we're all like three pronged attack. But more like three pronged, we're spreading out. Like yeah. We're spreading in a sense apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this whole like eight year, almost like amigos, three amigos is now like, now we all like, I don't think this is, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Maybe, maybe there's more. For all of us, like, you know, mm. and then that was like another thing, like, it's like, is that really what it is? You know, and then a few things led and it was just like, I think the universe kind of showed us like, yeah, I think there's more out there for y'all. And then so we kind of branched and I branched in production and Millie branched in fashion, which is how I start, all that stuff starts. She branches in writing and then we all just start killing at everything. Like we, we struggle for a second, then we just start killing at all the things equally. And then we all start like, then we all just start bringing it together. And then, uh. And then just going through that, like, I, like you know, once I branched off, I, I got with management and I uh, was in, just producing heavy and production heavy. And I was in a, a studio in uh, what, Seventh and Spring, three-story penthouse studio, ridiculous. Another one of those moments where you just like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, there, like there's, there's a lot of moments. There's like six moments where I just was just looking like, fuck did I get here like, I'm not even mm. like what am I I'm not even supposed to be here like you know like in the sense of like somebody like somebody like me ain't supposed to be right here like you know like there's been a, there's been like eight moments like that where it's like oh, the fuck? like you know yeah. like musically and just life like you know being in a room with motherfucking you know like I said Paul and whoever else he got the fuck coming through and all these top people where you just like what the fuck like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like this is real right now like you know and then, it's, and then it's just shit like that. Cause, and then it all starts flashing back like, damn. Like, damn. Like, like I really, like, came a long way to right to this spot. You know? Mm. Like, I was not supposed to be in this spot. Like, I'm not supposed to be on a float. Like, you can look my shit up. You, you know? You will see me, you know, in the fucking Staples Center. And I'm not supposed to be talking to Kobe and, like, all the, you know, all these people. And then especially, like, a little bit after, fro- after the float uh, parade shit, that's when my cousin died. It was, like, a little after that. You know? So... He came to the house one time and saw, like, he was like, oh, man, da, da, da. So I had been telling him, and I was able to really, like, show him, like, yo, bro, like, you know what I mean? I brought that nigga to a game. He came back to the house, chilled with us. You know what I mean? And he from, like, he was just, like, straight banged out. Like, but he was like, yo, man, he was like, he was like, damn, Marcus, he was like, you really, he was like, you used to be telling me, blood. You used to be telling me, because he blooded out, yeah. like, you telling me, blood, but I see, I see what you be over here doing, like. I gotta come fuck with you more and do that. And the next time I heard he's dead, you know, type shit. So fuck. it's like I tried, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I ask you on that just on that topic of like, you know, you keep saying, like, I shouldn't be here, right? I'm not supposed to be here. But I think because I think about this a, a lot just in, in people's stories of like accepting your your worth, right? Accepting your value can get you to where you want to be. And a lot of people, and I've personally experienced this myself, um, can also self-sabotage some things because you you can't accept your where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? Maybe because where you come from or like, nah, you know, I, I, I grew up like this. Those kids who grew up like that, that's what they have. This is my path over here. And that can kind of bog you down and, and kind of keep you, um, it, it's a weird psychological sh- thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but 
I think from that moment where you first went to the Goldie's house and you, that sh- that huge adjustment, like quickly, maybe subconsciously, I'm not like psychoanalyzing you, but like subconsciously gave you that acceptance of like, no, I'm going to put myself in these situations yeah. and, and, and try to find some type of comfort in this and acceptance in this, mm-hmm. even though you're not actually balling out in the this. One. Yeah. Because it really can work the other way. Like, you don't have, sometimes you like, you don't have to go out and, and you don't have to put yourself in those situations mm-hmm. or you might find something else to do that, that may be more in your comfort zone of how you grew up and what you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like that? I mean, like, trust this me, is, bro, like there's like the group of us was much bigger, but they mm-hmm. couldn't, they couldn't take it. You know what I mean? They wasn't the ones with the money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, like three members, like of our like childhood, I guess you could say group. They let that, they let that, they let that get in the way, man. They let that, they let it blind them. And it wasn't theirs to begin with, you know? Yeah. So when they, so when it wasn't theirs and someone says no or something like that, you get a fit, you, they took it hard and like, and just cut the whole situation off. And then because they wasn't the one with the money, they wasn't mm. the one that got the check, you know? And then me, I was like, I never, I never asked Jordan for money. Like whatever he did, he did kindness of his heart. All the shit just came along with it, you know. But I never asked him for any money, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, even when I didn't have a dime in my pocket and I was starving, stomach touching and shit, never asked him for a dime because it wasn't about that for me. That because that's my nigga. Even if he was broke, we was just broke. Because that, that was the thing. That that was the thing that we were saying. It's like we was just broke. Yeah, he was staying at the Goldies, but none of us had money. Yeah. Like he didn't have money. No, it was like so. Why is it so so different now? You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like we we been rich for five six years like it's only been like a year and some change like so that's that's the part that's confusing is like what is so different you know what i mean like it just happened right? you know but also for you though you had the mentality at the time where you're like you're gonna get there like yeah in, yeah in, me in too. Your, i'm also like in your mind you're already committed to yeah, that I'm so also like, it's I'm gonna like get mines like yeah, yeah you just sit and wait i'm getting mines too see like, but most know? a lot of people don't have that very yeah, unique exactly. experience sure. that yeah. you had for sure you know exactly like on me i'm like i'm getting mines like I, I love that you got yours first, so now I can see. You know what I'm saying? And I always like, uh, you know, ask him about finances and how how he does his things and moves his money around and what he puts his money into. Because it's like when I get my shit, I need to know what to do. You know what I mean? See, sure. that's the thing. When you get it, it's not an if. It's yeah, not an exactly. It's a when you get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like you know they don't like other like you know like thing is I have a whole I have like my whole creative like fam and friends and stuff like that, but then. Like with them, there's there's like a whole, I have a whole, like these are like young business sharks, like side, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like most people don't even know I have this whole other circle that these dudes are just business sharks, and I'm just like, I'm like the the art the artsy like, oh he, that's cute in a sense, <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean? Yeah. But then on my side, it's like, oh man, you doing it, man? You killing right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then I go over there, then they're like, you know, pulling up the i8s and Mercedes GTs, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all. You know what I'm saying? It's all relative at that point. Like, for sure. Y'all, like, creative people think they're cool until you, like, pull up to the guy with the GT, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) $200,000 car, and it's like, what's cool? You know, like, you you know, so you start thinking it. So that's, that, that is, you know, being, being a fly in the wall in that situation and, and, and learning uh, from them and how they, how they built their businesses. from the ground up, coming from nothing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Helped me a lot, a lot with yeah. what I'm doing now. And I still get advice from them, you know, because they did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't basketball players. They're not rappers, you mm-hmm. know? 
They're not drug dealers. They're regular people with an idea and a vision, and they brought it to life and made millions from it. Like, and it's pushing it and get up and go to work every day. You know what I mean? They on beaches chilling like niggas work every day to still to have a GT or yeah. an I8 or a range or whatever it is. Like, you know. It's um, really cool to like aspire towards that, but are you willing to sacrifice for it? Yeah, exactly. Which a lot of people don't. You know what I mean? And I, and I tell people like, I have this, I guess what you call it, this confidence, this chip on my shoulder because I sacrificed everything. Like, you know, like I, like everything. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't have, no, I don't have much, but my daughter's like, I sacrificed friendships, relationships, money, like, it's all been in, thrown in the fire, the sacrificial flames. Like yeah. I've all been willing to let it go for to become successful. You know what I'm saying? So how'd that affect your life, your daughters, and especially oh, and especially in like the turmoil of constantly striving to make it, but also knowing you got to go through hell and back to do so. Like when I when I found out I was having like my daughters, it was just like. At this point, I'm kind of finding my path. I'm, I'm now get, I'm now making a living off kind of like what I'm doing, not yeah. like a lot like I want, you know. But it's it's, it's going though, like you know, and because also uh, during the time, like I told you, with the uh, you know when I had the penthouse studio or whatever, I was now shooting videos, and so the the content creation thing was like another another mind fuck again, like. Now I'm shifting to that world, and uh, then we meet Tiana Taylor, and then I become like her personal like videographer for like years. You know what I mean? Like wow. years, like even like that's like my dog. Like to this day, we, we I haven't seen her in like years, but every time we see each other, it's like super love because it's like I remember when she was 16, and then she's like now grown up. She got like she's like married with a kid. And it's yeah. like, like he was like a little kid, you know, mm. and. Uh, through her whole steps and her whole journey was there for a lot of it. And that opened up a lot of doors was like the, like the film side, like of it and the content creation side, unlocked the whole nother door that I never thought was going to lock, which unlocked the door of, I could do anything now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, which is really the most ultimate door that that needed to be unlocked for me was like, once I started. And you've always had, that's the crazy thing that it, You've always had that because rarely are people able to pivot, 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 but still have the confidence to be like, okay, now we're running with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many people are like, holy shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. What do I do? I'm paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Big time. <sighs> exactly. But you out here like, oh shit, is this now? Yeah. All right, well, let's be great at it. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then so even, so even, let's say even now, I'm like, oh, is this now? Let's be great. You know what I mean? So, I shot a video. I shot a video. It was like it, it, it did really didn't go the way I thought it should go, but I saw it go from start to finish. That's the type of person I am. I don't need you to tell me. I'm gonna just observe and I'm gonna learn it and I'm gonna apply it to my life. And so I saw that. I saw how they shot it, meaning like technically, like literally, yeah, like how you shoot a video, not like oh I shot a video, like but like from like the lighting to like you know what I mean. I'm just like soaking it all up, like oh shit, what the fuck, like you know, like a new baby or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like oh, then I'm asking questions on the director, asking a lot of questions. And then when I saw it be seen out from start to finish, I'm like, I know how to do that. I can do that. Mm. I can do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, I can fucking do that. You know, like just telling myself and then boom, uh, me and my boy Cap going, uh, I don't know if you know Cap, he uh, messed with Like a lot. And uh, we actually bought two 7Ds 
like a week later, shot our first paid vid like a week later. I never shot a vid like that before, you know, shot our first paid for a video a week later. Boom, meet Tiana, start doing all of that. Start shooting for Rolling Stones, start shooting for all these people. Dog, just all, like everything that I take on new, it just kicks off in less than like six months, everything. And I don't, I don't be, you know what I mean? What do you think that is? I think because I, I think I put a lot of positive energy out into the universe and I, I put a lot of uh, positivity into myself and I never think like it's not going to happen, you know? So I think I'm, I think I'm, I think everything I get is because I put it out, you know, like in this aspect, once like realizing that is like, uh, you know, I project off positivity just for myself in my own brain. You know what I mean? So if something good happens, like it's, that's that's that should happen. You know what I mean? If I'm living my life the way that I should be, and yeah. meditating on these things, and you know, uh, materializing these things, and making the sacrifices, and meeting the universe halfway. You know, like I'm not just sitting on my ass doing nothing. Like I meet everything halfway, and when it pans out, it, it should pan out because I've met it halfway. You know, fully. Like I sacrificed whatever to meet meet it halfway. You know, you know. It's like, what more do you want? But that's that's halfway. You should be at a point where it's like, what more can I give to the give to this? And that's only halfway. Yeah. You know what I mean? The universe gotta bring it the rest of the way to where you actually become the guy, like who that whoever it is, you know? And I've been to that point on every endeavor. I've 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 put in all the hours of work, even in film, I've I've uh PD on set that was fourteen hours, like I've assisted people. I've edited, I've assisted editors, I've assisted lighting, like, like I'm not just one of these guys that are just like, hey, I want to shoot because I think it's tight, like, I dive in and learn mm-hmm. the actual shit, the culture of it, the language, like, mm-hmm. and then I started hiring people that graduated from film school, and from UCLA film school, USC film school, Northridge film school, grown-ass people, they can't, they can't get a, get a gig because they weren't taught to actually go get a gig, and I know everybody, and I'm getting the gig, so now I can hire the top of the people and start moving in that aspect. So then I learned, it's like, well. This motherfucker back at, at the military school and slow. Yeah, I told you that. That's, Story that's USC. Like, uh, yeah. alumni. Never left. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I respect got the USC it. alumni. These dudes are <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I'm looking like, bro, how you not doing? How you not working? Like, you're like you a grown person. Like, <laughs> way older than me, you know? And uh, that was a lot of people that I hired was much older than me. And I was just like, look, bro, man. I could pay you this, and then I just want to just learn all the information from you, you know. I want to know everything you know, and you could come shoot whatever you want to shoot with me, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I started doing. I built a little team like that of just, like, film nerds, and I learned everything, like. And then that, uh, my bad, that helped with um, just the translation of that. And so to fast forward, going through that, doing all of that, and knowing, like, yo, man, I could do whatever I can. So now my vision's. So now my, after, after, so this whole thing, like I have this like creative monster inside of me and it's just like growing fast right now. Like it's just oozing out from everywhere. You know, yeah. at this point I, I'm like really have like clicked into something, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the, the ideas and the whatever is just kind of just like oozing out. Hey, see, you find a shop around here. Look on your map. Uh, it's just kind of just like, like oozing out cause we're going to be here for a second. <laughs> and, uh. So it's just creativity just like <laughs> oozing out from me at this point. Like I can't even control it. I'm finding I'm trying to like find ways to like outlet it, 
before I go crazy, it's like it's like now like affecting me, like like my mental, because I was like seeing once I opened up the film shit, then I started like seeing just like life differently, like it just everything was like becoming like a scene and like I don't know, it was just weird, and then it, it was like I was trying to like keep keep a grip on like reality in a sense, but I'm just like fuck, I'm not outletting enough. It's like piling up. Like I feel like this like it's like this tension in like in my chest, which is gets is like creativity or something i don't know but it was just like get you know what i mean it's like your chest is tight mm-hmm. and then when i saw i needed more shit to outlet and then because the film shit was like that was, i was getting immune to that like my brain was getting immune to like getting my vision off you know because i was just like addicted to that like thinking of this thing but then like making it like this real thing that's now like on youtube and like blogs and shit and it was like whoa like it's like reality you know and uh I got addicted to that for like a while, just like visualizing. I'm still addicted to it, but now it's on a bigger level. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, then fast forwarding, you know, doing all of that and then going um, then my kids, you know, fast forward everything. So I'm doing everything, making living, living life, you know, still uh, still recording stuff. I was working on a project with El Prez in the time. And then uh, it was like a little bit before that time. And then. Boom, found out everything, like, pregnant. I'm still pushing, so I found out she's pregnant. we like, damn. So now I'm like, all of that that I did, like, what happens now? You know, like, is it all over? Like, you know? For the first time in, like, damn near, like, my whole, like, knowledge, like, I didn't even know what was about to happen. You know what I mean? Wow. I was like, fuck, I got a kid. What do you even do when you have a kid? Do you stop? Do you go? What happens, like honest questions? You know, like real that, shit. That, that like, anybody, I was dead ass, like asking, like that anybody that actually like gives yeah, a fuck goes through. Yeah, like I just didn't know what was the next step, like for me and that. So I tried to just like do a lot of like shit before they was born, and just hopefully something like panned out. It didn't, and they was born, and it was just like, and then so once I had them, it was like I feel like they responsible for sharpening like my business. Um, in a sense, because I was like kind of like a just like any creative, you kind of timid when it comes to like business and payments mm. and invoices and shit like that, yeah, which sure. is like normal shit. But yeah, after now that, it's bigger than you. There was a yeah, there was another, there was like another somebody that jumped in like again, like that other the old M dot wasn't it wasn't him no more. You mm. know, there was traits and like traces, but the old when, as soon as I saw my kid come out. That was gone. Like the old me was over. Like, and 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 you'll hear people say that. Like, you know, yeah. I don't I don't know what it is. Like, what that means, you know. But you feel it feels just like you've been swapped out for for like a more responsible version or some shit. Like, I don't know. It's, it's strange, bro. But almost instantaneous though. Like, it wasn't like it kicked in a little later. It was like immediately. Like, I started hearing shit more. Like, what the fuck, like. Yo, da, 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 like certain deals was like, yo, da, 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 I need like the way I was just talking was like I popped the fucking uh, limitless thing, like <laughs> you know, like just the way I was moving was just like I'm like, whoa, like this shit isn't kicked up a notch, like you know, like the way I was just moving, like you yeah. know, it was just like more like with purpose, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. more like you know, like a, on some boss shit, you know, yeah, and then for the first, like I always had like a like a a boss vibe but like really making doing things was like yeah. when they were born it was really like psh. I mean it's it's a lot different when like the boss vibe is for like personal gain yeah right and then it becomes cuz I feel like it's one of those things also when when you know 
things aren't established, but you're willing to do whatever the fuck it takes to make it that way. Instead of just being, all right, well, shit, now I got to go find a normal job. I got kids now. But you were like, I'm going to do everything to make this work. But it's much more meaningful when it's like, I need to make sure that I'm the best person I can be for these children. Exactly. You know, and like there's, and there's no, there's, there's no more room for like breaks. There's no more room for, okay, we can let this ride a little longer. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes life or death. It's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is all out. You know what I mean? And, and I, I even had to kind of like, like teach people like, cause like you, you, you have to like teach people how to treat you just generally. Right. So then after that, I have to reteach people how to treat this new, like, I guess, person, you know, responsible, business-driven, like, <laughs> sharper person, you know? Because if people have to adjust to, like, this new yeah. person I am, like, you know, I don't, I don't have the need for anyone's love. Like, my daughters love me. I don't need your love. I don't need to be anywhere. I don't need to do, you know what I mean? So that, that kind of is, it's, it's a little off, like, whoa, you know, okay, it's nigga different, he different for sure, like, you know? Yeah. And so I kind of just had to let people know, like, yeah, like, I'm different, you know? Like, this is what it is now, you know what I mean? If it's too much, then it is what it is, I understand, yeah. you know? My, um, if my intensity is too much, then I, I, I be understanding, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I, I can't afford to not be intense you yeah. know what I'm saying about this shit like I can't afford to not yeah. like be successful bro because it's like that's why I don't care if, if I'm not a Dame Dash type of dude but I'm very driven when I'm trying to get something across and if somebody's in the way I get I get, I feel a way you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel like you're you're jeopardizing all this shit that I built you know what I mean and you're in the way I don't care if you're an editor a, style, a stylist or this person if you're the person holding the shit back yeah. like it, it, it bothers me a yeah. lot yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like a lot a lot cause I'm like you don't even know everything I did to get right here mm-hmm. yeah. and, you, and, you're, and you're not about to play with me right now you mm-hmm. know what I mean like so if it, like, my people know you like my team they be like that, like I'm the one you wanna go to war with you know what I mean yeah. like, I'm gonna fight for everything for you like I won't let anyone be played in my team. Like, everyone's going to get the best of everything, and I won't accept it. You know, everyone around me knows that. Like, I'll, like if I'm on your team, like, I'm going to fight for you in whatever. Hard. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, not like, ah, ah, but hard. Hard. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just, that's just what it is for me. It ain't no, it ain't, there's no lukewarm no more. Like, mm. it's like, you have to respect me and everybody who I associate with. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I do business with like, or that's a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, any, any, anytime somebody's like, oh, I'm for that person, da, 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 it's like, well, you got to fix it because that's a problem for me. Like, you mm, know, yeah. like, it ain't just like, oh, we'll work it out. Like, you know, no, like, no, you know, mm. it's, it's all these people putting hard work to get here. And it's like, oh, personal shit or whatever the case is, that's getting in the way of what I'm doing in traffic. Like, nah, like, yeah. you could just not do it. I just would not have you be a part of it, like, really quick, you know, friends, family, whatever. Like, you know, they tell you, like, I, I push everybody and I want to be pushed. You know what I'm saying? I push everybody for greatness and I want to be pushed to greatness. I put people in positions. This one, my friends come from the same place of like nothing like you told me. It's my same, same similar story. You know what I'm saying? But I always got my guy with me. We do. He got the experience, all the dope shit, like right there too. You know, all the there's celebrities, all the different shit right there to this day. You know what I mean? Like we ain't supposed to be in no soul house, but we've been in there a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? They can't take that. No one could take that away from us, like you mm-hmm. know, or from me, or for whatever. Like, nigga, I don't, I don't just get on and leave. I always put everybody to see the same thing that I just saw. You know, yeah. so and however that helps you, cool. It's gonna yeah. help somehow. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
You also just got to be willing to put the work in, or it's like, yeah, exactly. Or, or you know what I'm saying? Or you could be a tourist for the day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you you know, you, yeah, exactly. You'd be tourist, or you know, you, you take what you do with it. But I know that exposure is key. Exposure to the things are key. You know, yes. And if you ain't exposed sure to it, I'm gonna are. tell you to go absolutely. get it. Absolutely, absolutely. Doesn't make sense. You know, that's what the man? biggest point. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's we need to empower those around us, right? on our team and especially I think one of like the, the, the cultures of entertainment do such a poor job of empowering the younger class yeah. because it's such a an environment of like pay your dues until we don't need you anymore and then hopefully you'll find your way. Yeah. If executives are in this game like look this is how I got here if motherfuckers weren't scared to lose their shit these industries would be in a lot more robust scenario. Yeah exactly. Because it's like Big as, as a leader in my mind it should be there's no way my young buck is going to surpass me in work ethic in the fucking time that I put in in the relationships that I've built but if I bring you on and you show yourself the work, like you show me the work ethic that you have, and you're willing to like really build for this and die for this to become great yourself. I'll give you the access points to yeah. cut a little time in your journey. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna put my fucking foot on your neck mm-hmm. and say just keep going. Yeah. I'm gonna empower you because you're going to be an extension of me. Exactly. Right. But people don't see it that way. And even with the homies, it's like. Motherfuckers be expecting shit, bro. Yeah. Like the handout or the this or that. The only thing a motherfucker should expect from somebody else is that they want to be great. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you want to be great, we're going to be cool. Yeah. If you want something else, then we got to just figure out another scenario for yeah. you. Yeah, which is, which is fine. If, if you, if at your, uh, every waking breath, you don't want to make it and yeah. you don't want to be successful, that's fine. Like, Cause that's just normal people. I get it. Like everyone isn't like that, you know. And that was another thing too. Is like understanding like everybody's not like me or like the next person. Absolutely. So it's like I can't look at this person like they don't get it. Yeah. Because that ain't everyone ain't like me. You know? Yes. Like I just I I'm different. I ain't the same. I just For had sure. A, a whole lifelong of these hyper experiences. You know what I'm saying? And. I, that's what got. That's what. That's what expedited my process. I can't say the same for everybody. Absolutely. Well, there, there's something to be said for that because even if you have it in you, um, it can also, if every, if people around you don't have it, you're like, yeah, that's fine. But sometimes, because this is something I've experienced too, where it's like I gotta slow down a little bit because I gotta like compromise with these people who maybe aren't as driven as some as I am, or ah man, I'm coming off as too serious. I'm, I don't want to be that dick. I want to like. You know, I don't want you. You know, you kind of have, yeah, you, have yeah. you have you dealt with those like no, weird that, things. That, that's what I'm saying. And then and then like when after the girls, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care no yeah. more. Yeah, I'm just a dick. I love like, that. And the, and there's here. those moments, bro, where it's like we blindly want to help everybody and like carry the whole weight of the world on yeah. our shoulders. And it's coming from a good place. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're not an asshole. It's just like, yo, I really need to get somewhere. I'm sorry to cut you. No, off. for sure. No, yeah. no. But that's that's the thing. Like people like misconceive that loyalty is being that. Right, like for me, loyalty. Like you put somebody in a position, yeah, I'll put my hand out if you get to this area. Yeah, but how? Like the I'm fuck, not gonna go all the way over there and pull you. Not, I'm not. You know what I'm gonna like, be on my back and be like, pulling you, you up. Get over here. Like I, I used to tell people all the time. They used to be like, like, oh man, give me tickets to the game, or give me tickets to here, or give me tickets to there. <laughs> I tell people all the time, if you can get there, I'll get you in a, in a dope ass place. There, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I can't get you there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like okay. 
We got acts that's performing at, for instance, Flognob. I can't get you tickets to Flognob. If you get to Flognob, I can get you backstage. Yeah. Now, if you can't get to Flognob, that's not my problem. Bro. Yeah. I'm about to give you even more than that. I'll get you an exclusive look on everything. You just got to get there. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how many people won't get there. For you sure. You know what I'm saying? Because the expectation. At the end of the day, bro, uh, in the same time, it's one of those things that like you just realize through life is that you cannot affect those that want to make greater change. You cannot affect change or be there for all the homies if you're not great yourself. Yeah, exactly. There's no way to break the cycle or perpetuate some positivity if you're not at that unlimited level yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's not you. There, there, there's a beauty. There's a selfish selflessness in being selfish yeah, with yourself. For sure. Because that's the true. That's the true meaning of selflessness, bro. Like if if somebody becomes as great as they possibly want to be, they're able to help yeah. those around them far more. Definitely, because it's like, but my happiness is key, bro. Like I don't care if you're my girl, mom, yeah. whatever. If you're affecting like that, like in a yeah. long term aspect, it's like I gotta step away. And bro, kids will will switch that into in into gear real quick. Yeah, exa- especially exactly. Especially for a motherfucker, like especially for present parents. Yeah, you feel me? Like I got friends that literally like have kids and they hit me up about what club to go to. I'm like, bro, like who the f- what? Yeah. Club? Bro, be with your kid, yeah. bro. What the fuck? Exactly. You have to find me at the club, I have a baby. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And I'm telling you, bro, it's crazy. It's like, like you trying to go where? Yeah. <laughs> like, cats, even cats that be married with kids. It's yeah. like, no, bro, like, let's go talk to girls. I'm over here feeling weird. The homie's trying to, like, pick up on a chicky. I'm like, bro, aren't you married with three it. kids? Crazy. It's and they're fine. young as fuck? That's that escape, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I have, I have things to, to escape to. So that's For why it's sure. like, I need that, you know? For sure. And uh, I mean, look, to each their own, you feel me? But it's just like, in my mind, there's just levels to things. And one of the things that, you know, I don't have kids, but one of the things that is kind of like in the way that we see these things is that when you bring somebody else into this world, it's no longer about you. Mm-hmm. No? It's about that seed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's a drive unparalleled to that which we have for our own when we think of bringing somebody into this world. And I'm fortunate in like the opposite of like, I, I don't, I have parents that were very present. Yes, they sacrificed their fucking lives for me. But yes, I also saw that. So for me, instead of me having a chip on my shoulder of like, I'm going to do everything uh, possible to like not be like my parents and be way better. Yeah, there's certain instances in my parents' relationship that I learned what I didn't want in communicating with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like the type of love that one had for their child, that's only just going to get better on, on my behalf. Yeah. Because I'm like, shit, like you, you really understand what a parent will sacrifice by them doing it and also by them not being there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, you know, and what was crazy too is like, you know, I, like... I felt like definitely Bless you wasn't prepped be, just because of like I wasn't taught like how to be a For good sure. parent. You know, like I told you my mom wasn't like But nobody bro, nobody that has a kid knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, no, it's it's exactly and then, and then but even 
like even worse, I didn't have no examples. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't even know what the fuck it looked like. So just two years ago, I'm still on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I see seeing things like, okay, it seems like what it's like. But then you find out like that's all fucked up. And then it's like, well, damn, what is it? Like, how do I be like a good dad? Like at uh. this point, I'm still, I still ask myself the question. But like, bro, at least you're asking. Yeah, exactly. You know? You feel me? Like I'm doing everything, providing, do everything I do. But then I, I have to figure out like the way I can is to be like, the best like I am and they look at me like damn like my dad went for it he going for it like he lit he got business di- like, you know what I mean yeah. that's the way you know what yeah. I'm saying it's gonna kick in right there like okay yeah he, he paints he does this like oh I want to do that like you know because uh their their mom was a, a singer songwriter so it's just like creativity is just like kind of like in them yeah so that's an, that's another thing seeing it come come like out of them and then just like wanting them to I'm immediately tapping into it because I know it wasn't tapped in for me so now I'm immediately tapping in from jump, like anything they seem semi-interested in, they're in, they're in dance, mm, they're, they're signed that. to a modeling agency, they're in acting class every Sunday. I love it. Uh, I mean, every Saturday, because it's just like, no, they're, de- they're they really going to know what's up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for, all, for this whole life that I, I didn't know, and I was just like yeah. kept in the dark about so much, they're going to know everything. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. You know, so uh, I, I think it, it, it like, it's like a chance to like, give somebody like a productive life like a fair start is like what i feel like i'm doing with them is to give them a fair start at like taking control of their life yeah how's that how's that affecting you is is as far as what just like knowing that you're doing that just like i mean like fatherhood you know what i'm saying like i said it's it's just it it keeps you on the incline like you just you just stay hungry stay hungry stay on it like like on it you know what i mean like i'm like because now it all led to Cause when they first was born, I'm like, well, I guess I gotta get a regular job, and I worked, I worked at the Bank of America corporate office. Worked at the Bank of America, still like, like fuck, this shit's not me. Like, I don't need to be doing this shit. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm on like long ass bathroom breaks, like you know, <laughs> that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I'm writing, I'm writing stuff, I'm doing all kind of extracurricular stuff while I'm at the desk, and um. Yeah, I just was like, uh, I, I, you know, I, I just kind of was over that. I actually quit that. So now I needed something more flexible. And then so my boys, I was telling about they did like a, uh, they had like a like an East East company. And then so I was like, I was like working for them on on some kind of like regular shit, which that was kind of like that started that that got to me because I'm like, yo, these these are like my closest friends, but I'm working for them and I'm seeing them glow up the millions. But I'm just only just like not getting that. Like, yeah. I'm only just getting what I'm getting. Yeah. But then like, the, like the the work the other people that worked there didn't get it because they didn't have to like after work then you go home and they're all there and it was just, we're on some regular shit now you know <laughs> right and then we like going to dinner and like but then it's like oh we go to work and I'm like the worker and yeah. they're the bosses you know so that was kind of like a what the fuck like you know and then they even was like well, you know like what, what you doing like you know and I'm like, you're right and then I was kind of like the last like. At that, that, that wasn't, I wouldn't say that was like a job job. But yeah. That was the last time I was ever going to work under somebody. Word. Again, ever. And, uh, yeah, from that point, shit just started happening. And I got into the, uh, I started doing like creative direction for artists and, uh, you know, more visual stuff and more overseeing the projects and stuff like that. And which is like, then I, let me now started the company, Creative Upper Class. And now it's just like, 
everything's happening now. Like, you know, all, all this whole shit that I just told y'all is just incredible. Now, like, Coming to fruition. Incredible. It's like the oh, slow motion now. Like, I yo, fucking love you it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking love it. You know, all this shit, all these different experiences that yeah. I went through, way to move and meeting with the millionaires and meeting with, the, you know, it's like all coming to play. Like, it's all making, it's all coming to play. Like, it's like there's no situation I can't, I cannot move in. You want to sit me in a room with millionaires? I know how to move there. Like, you know, yeah. sit me in a room with some niggas from the hood? I know how to move there. Like, sit me in a room with a bunch of creatives? I know how to move there. A bunch of videographers? I know how to move there. A bunch of artists? And that's just because you've been thrown into life. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm so, saying? Nobody, like, nobody going to know what the fuck to do until they're in the trenches. Yeah. Until you're in the trenches, looking around, figuring out. That's, yeah. That's been your journey, man, like knowing where to move. That's the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love that when you said, you know, you grew up with the uh, lions, tigers, and bears, and now it moved without being one of them. You yeah. Know? That, that was like the gentlest <laughs> drop. For real. This whole you episode. know, it, it, it's like you, you just got to just go forward. Like, and if you, it, the more you move forward, the more you like fall into something. You know what I mean? Like, in my move forward, it's like, Go fucking, uh, you know, go, go after that girl you always want to go after. Like, go after that that job you always want to go after. Your dream job, whoever it is, go after that car you always want to get. Go after, just move forward. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, in whatever it is that you're trying to get or do, inch towards it. And if you don't get that, you are gonna get some shit close. You know what I <laughs> mean? That's gonna suffice mm. for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. That's or, the le- thing. or let you know what it is. Or let you know you're even on the path to getting that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. It's like, dog, I didn't, none of my family has been out the country, not even been to like a few countries, you know? Yeah. And then sitting in sitting in that country, you just like, that's that, that be one of the moments. That's yeah. one of them. You just yeah. like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yo, you know, real. like I'm just getting, you know, you're just you're just going. Like, you know what I mean? There's no like sense of direction. You're just like waking up in places, like yeah. you know, like you just waking up doing shit someday. Like one day you just wait. Like one day I wake up and then like now I'm a painter. And like now like I just did an art show and I've only been painting for a year and a half. And I've like sold that. paintings and I like did a couple art shows and like people fucking my shit. And it's just like, but I woke up like that. Like, I love it. Weird, right? Like it's I love it. You know, it's not like I like you know, and, and it's like those old things when I tell you drawing all the shit, it just like it like I don't know, resurfaced. And it just like relapsed in my brain somehow and and it picked back up. And then that opened up more doors and that allows me to see things more creatively. That allows me to take more hands-on on things. And yeah, it's like it's like now it's just like this whole world is just like a canvas now. Like I don't even see nothing normal no more. And I, and that's okay. Like, you know, it's like when you have like the sixth sense and you can see ghosts and shit. Like I just see just like all these arts and all these angles and all these like uh like emotions and all these fucking lights. And, and I hear all these sounds and shit. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's you know, like I like I told you before, it was like it was tripping me out, like driving me crazy a little bit because I didn't understand it, the gift of it. You know, and now mm-hmm. I now it's just kind of like like I get it now. Like if you, it's like if you first start hearing voices, like uh, like telepathic voices or other people's thoughts, and you're just like, whoa, get all these thoughts out of my head. What's yeah. happening? Until you learn how to control it, like this is just this is what's supposed to happen for me. Like this is my purpose. You know is to do all these things, you know what I mean? And like connect people to people and things to people and people to things. Like that's my true purpose, you know what I mean? It's like Incredible. bridging people, you know? And with the whole creative, being a creative director and that's all it is, is bridging people, you know? Absolutely. And I just found a way to uh, 
monetize off of it. And that's all I've been doing is bridging people my whole life. And now this is, I'm just getting paid to do it now and bridge ideas and things together and different creatives, put different creatives in a room, uh, see what people come up with. And it's just like, that's, that's everything for me. Like, you know, you can ask him, like, I, I still, since we met, I do not stop working, man. Like, I love you know, it. Like, I never quit. I, like, I never took a break from this shit. Like, most people are like, oh, I took a, a year break. And I took, like, I never took a break from when I was homeless, not homeless, when I had money, not money. I never took one break. I've been, I can really honestly say I've been doing this shit 13 years consistently, you know, with, yeah, not even at a thought that it wasn't going to happen. You know what I mean? I never thought that I would not be lit. You I know, love it. Like, I mean, 13 years, and I, yeah. I, I'm, I promise you, you know, like, I really I promise you, you know, I, yeah. there's not a, there, I never thought for a second, like, I ain't going to get there this one day. Like, you know, it's like, just go for it. You get there, and then you start seeing shit, boop, 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 different things happen to you, and you just like, then, then, then it gets to a point where I'm at now where it's like, well, I'm successful. You know what I mean? Like, what's success? You know what I'm saying? Like, really, like, what is it really like? I have like two beautiful daughters. I make a living off what I do. Like, I like stay in a cool place, you know, like mm. don't nobody tell me when to clock in shit, you know, like, I, what, I mean, what is it really like, you know, like, that's it, that. you know, that's <laughs> it. it's that, that's you know what it. I'm saying? Like, For real. What is it? like, I don't, you know, I guess there's levels, there's always levels, but it's yeah. like right now, like I ain't, that's why I say like, I'm happy in life. Like I'm not mad, like absolutely at nothing because I've. I, everything I worked for, like I got it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm getting it, and I'm working harder to get it bigger and more expansive. But I'm happy, man. Like I, I all my shit is it paid off. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I love it. It really did. Like all that shit, this whole that shit paid off, man. It, it panned out, and you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's always awesome to see to have your day ones. It's always to see it that was there the whole time. Yeah. To be like to see it all forming up. Like oh yeah, it's really. You know what I mean? It's really happening. Like, you know, I want to, you know, my, my, my sights is more set on like, because once I got in the business mindset and be able to sit down with these people, it's like I'm a half suit and half creative. And mm. then the kids put more of a suit. Now it's like 75%. Yeah. And I'm just like, now I'm just like a suit that's act, that like, I mean, I ain't pretending or acting. I'm just like, I just want, like, I would rather you think I was more creative, but I'm really more of a suit now at this point. Like, mm. um, just because the way my mind thinks is just my mind, you know, and it's it, 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 it's sad. It's just my mind thinks so uh, end goal instead of just mm. like, oh, we're just like living and in just vibing. No, but yeah, you, you know, but, but, and, and, but, but you, you know, do and, need that. And, and I be trying to tell people, it's like, like I love that, but it's like it can't be that for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. there has to be something yeah. to this, like you know, yeah. and uh, and so and, and, and that's you know that's our struggle because it's just like. The whole intensity, the, the whole intensity factor, is just like yeah, you got some shit, but it's like it can it can be gone. So you have to keep this shit up. Like mm-hmm. you have to work, keep booking shit, keep doing shit, and keep this shit up. Like this shit never, never, never stops. You know what I mean? Until and it's you like, do. Until you do. You know? And it's like there there was uh I was it was like this panel with some dude is like you know music or even creating art whatever it is is something where you can die a student. You know. Like I'm never gonna know Damn. know it all. We never gonna know it all. That's what keep you going. You know what I'm saying? For real. That's what should keep you going. Is that nigga? We never gonna know. So 
it's in it's infinite. I'll just die and not knowing everything. But I'm gonna try to learn as much as possible. Like the you pursuit know, is what it's about. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I'm at. It's just a, it's just a uh, I'm just a sponge right now, man. I'm just, I'm a I'm a I'm just, I'm a sponge hard. Like I'm just soaking up so much stuff and like on just how to move and like create this like whatever it is an empire or a big business or because it's like whatever it becomes. Yeah, but yeah, whatever whatever it becomes. But in my mind, that's a, that's 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 like one of my talents is being is uh. Is even with artists, I tell you, seeing people's trajectory and be able to see, kind of like into the future. Like I like, I like to consider myself like a futurist. You know, mm. like I'm always looking into the future. I'm always like plotting on future strategies on how to do things and future technologies and like, um, you know, all these things. Like I'm never in now. I'm always like next year. You know, yeah. Like what's gonna happen six months from now? Like I want to be there right now. You know. And when they catch up, I'll go off of it and I'll create another and I'll just create another thing for sure. You guys can have that. You know, like. And uh, even my whole team, like I said, like I'm always like predicting these curves, like you know what I'm saying, like just as somebody can predict a, a stock exchange curve, like yeah. it's like that, just with culture, you know, right. with me, you know, it's like I can I can predict these curves, like you know, for example, that camera, you know what I mean? I predict that camera is probably gonna be the coolest camera in six months. You know, you'll see that Urban Outfitters, um, just because it's a, it'll become a novelty item. Yeah. And girls will put the little furry things around their wrist and they'll For rock sure. it. It'll start becoming aesthetic like Polaroids and stuff like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, but I'm probably maybe the only person thinking that. And everyone looks at me crazy when I pull it out. Like, where's your real camera? Yeah. And I'm like, don't trip. It's the wave. Like, yeah. just hold tight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just hold tight. And that's always a person, you know. And it's just going to get to a point where that's going to be on a mass scale, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, it, like my like my I guess most current big dream is 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 uh, stage design. I want to be able to you know stage design uh, festivals and tours and be able to offer everything in the package from the marketing of your tour, the the merch, uh, the promotion of it, the uh, the staging, the the set design down to the musical directing. You mm. know what I mean? Like I want to have a whole team in play. To be able for just big artists to just show up and just be put in place, and this whole machine's rolling out like this whole huge machine mm-hmm. is just gonna roll out, you know. And that's something that's a bigger like kind of five year plan that I'm inching towards. It's like taking like kind of just stepping in that industry, and uh, we're gonna start with Kamaya. We're doing her Coachella stage Incredible. visuals, so that's gonna be a start to see what it's all about. Awesome, Incredible. you know, and um. Uh, I have friends that's doing the stage videos for Majid, Jordan, and Khalid, and I call them up, pick their brain all the time. Like, bro, this is what I want to do. How are you doing it? And they tell me. And so it's like, you know, I'm meeting. That's another thing where it's like, oh, you're doing that? Like, I'm meeting it halfway, and I'm going to figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I figure it out, it'll just be like everything. Like, oh, hey, man, I knew he was going to do it. Like, you know, and it's just like. But I don't, but these, like I said, those moments of solidarity where it's like, don't nobody even get it. Yeah. They're not believing me that that's going to be the next camera. They never believe yeah. anything I say. No one's ever believed anything. <clears throat> but nobody going to believe You know, it, until it happened. And then it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you did call that. You did do, you know what I mean? But, so it's like. But I mean, ask cats, ask those same people, what do they believe in? Exactly. And I realized, this is how, this is how you gauge it, bro. If people don't understand it, it works. That's what I started realizing. If people don't understand it, it works. You no, know, I started realizing that, like, if you don't get it, then that mean it works. Like, <laughs> I that mean, you. so people be like, 
I don't get that. I'd be like, yes. Like, I swear. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, or, or I'd be like, oh, what you think it is? Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I'd be like, oh, for sure. Like, that Word. means I should get it. You know what I mean? That means I'm going to get it. Like, you know, and that, and that's how I've been gauging things. When people are like, oh, yeah, I, I feel you on the whole, um, the whole tour thing, but it's just like, I don't know how that would make sense. And I'm like, yeah, it works. You know what I mean? Work. Cause you don't get it. Anything that becomes big, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Anything and anyone, mm. they don't make sense. I love it. It's fucking weird and it's different and it's like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Like, you know, like I remember even in high school, the voucher game, I might have been the first one for years ahead wearing the smaller shirts when everybody's 5X, 3X. But I, I was like, dog, this is the future. You know what I mean? Y'all don't see it. You know what I mean? Feel and you. I don't care if if you think I'm if you thought if you thought I was gay. If you thought I was weird, if you thought I was this, if you thought I was that, because them same people wear the smallest fucking clothes now. Yeah. I see those same people, I'll be like, look at you, bro. Triple X like, Pro Clubs, like, yeah. Like, bro, remember all the shit you used to talk? This nigga, too, he was a 5X, look at his shirt. <laughs> 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 that shirt's smaller than me now. You know what I'm saying? It's like people looking, may not, no one says it outwardly, but you you just, you you look at it like, you know what I'm saying? Just because it's different. For sure. Like, and, and, and high school is a real social accepting type Absolutely. of moment. And you're like, nah, I'm not finna get looked at weird fucking with that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, everyone looks like, no, until it works. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you're the guy. You know what I mean? So it's like, I've been through that a lot of times. And so even with everything, I don't expect people to understand none of it. I actually, I actually prefer it if you don't understand because it's less pressure, you know? It's less For pressure sure. to deliver it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If no one if, if no one believes you, then it's less pressure to deliver the product, right? Like 100%. You know, it's like, well, you don't believe the it old, anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's actually, you know, an interesting part of kind of like where, you, where you're at now and where you've been going. There's been this no fear through line is, is what I've, I've observed. Yeah. You're kind of just go mentality, right? That you've had. We're just going to go. We're just going to go. We're just going to go. And with that means we're not going to stop to to analyze so much that we're paralyzed or mm-hmm. get caught up in the fear of like, oh, I don't know if that's the right move. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if people are going to like that. I don't know if I should be doing this. I, I spent so much time, time to find out. It's I don't over. know if I should pivot. I don't know if I should, like all these yeah, things. Once that, once, that, once that seed plants, bro, it grows fast. And I think your ability to... To see it through and not really care or just to, to see it through regardless if people are going to get on board or not is actually one of the things that, that has gotten you to the success. For sure. Not being yeah. caught up in the fear of what everyone thinks. It's probably the top three things for sure. And yeah. I actually admire that about myself. You know what I mean? And that's why I say if people don't like it, that means it worked. Because yeah. people tell me they don't like nothing I do my whole life, but they end up eventually doing it. But yeah, I mean, you, know? you think about so, much, so many things in, in everyone's journey of like, how much are you doing for other people? Yeah. For, for what, the, sorry, for what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, Validation, bro. Uh, Anoush was in fucking artist management just because everyone around him thought he should be fucking yeah. in artist management. Yeah, and he, that sure. was his perception. We do things just f- for that perception of yeah, like no. what people are going to think. And I think your ability to, to not have that and almost go against that. Like, mm. yo, people don't get it. That's actually a plus. It, yeah, I'm yeah. actually against it's it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I even tell my team, I'm like, we if, if they don't understand it, that means it's good. You know what I'm saying? Because anything like dope, you have to like sit down and figure it out, right? Like yeah. you have to be like, okay, this is 
You know what I mean? They're looking at a Van Gogh art piece. It's not just like, mm, seen it next. It's like, <laughs> they're sitting there like, mm, how did he feel when he did it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, and by the time you even figure it out, it's gone. It's, it, yeah. It, it already happened. That's it, it, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It already happened. Exactly. It already happened, and now we're on to the next thing. I'm done. And we're figuring it out. But I like to always, uh, I'm one of those people, I, I do stay in the moment, and I do like, if, if, if it's a crazy shoot and it's super dope or it's somebody dope we worked with, you know, we sit, we be like, dude, like we doing it, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like this shit still still it's, going. It's, like it's, it's not how the fuck do we. It's not like how the fuck do we get here anymore. It's damn. It's like here. yo, this shit's still going, dude. Like here. at this point, we like this motherfucker's still going. Like <laughs> hell yeah. Like you know, we more just still on the ride. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is the ride. Like yeah. we're on it now. You know what I'm saying. And uh, that's and then we just like hoping like the shit just don't stop. You know what I mean? Like, I doubt and, that and, it and will, each bro. thing we do, we just, we be looking at each other like, bro, then we just did that. You know what I mean? Or then we get to do this now. Like, you know, like it's not like even even uh with with uh with one of our clients, Kamaya, she just she her Sprite commercial recently aired. And she comes same same whole kind of story, similar story. She goes through a lot of different things, you know. And uh, that's just as a unit. It's just like. <laughs> Nigga, anybody can make it, bro. Like, yeah. she she came from the the gutter of Oakland and is on a Sprite commercial with LeBron James. For like, real. And it's airing. For real. You know what I mean? Like On that topic, and Anoush asked this question in many ways, but I'm going to ask it like this. Get it, baby. If you could talk to that, that one person who's listening to this, who's in the same situation that you were in, very similar when you're, you know, entering high school that maybe doesn't have the exposure that you got to this new possibility in this new life, but has dreams, has aspirations. What would you tell that kid? I mean, I would, I would tell that kid, like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna pat you in the back. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's an extremely lonely road. And if you fit for it, you just, you'll be rewarded accordingly, you know? And, no, I think that's the main thing is that like no one's gonna pat you in the back. Your mom, yeah. your dad, mm. get that get that shit out your head. You know what I'm saying? No one's gonna encourage you. It's, it's you're not about, gonna be loved by everybody. You're not gonna be loved. You're not gonna be encouraged. You're not gonna be understood. It's and, which becomes the loneliest. Which that's where the loneliness kicks in, and you know, and that's also where the self love should kick in too, and the confidence mm. should kick in, and the the drive should kick in right there and because you understand that it's not their fault they don't understand yeah. you know what I mean I, I, I have to understand that it's not their fault that they don't yeah. know what a dream is and your expectation should only be of yourself not yeah, anybody exactly. else exactly you know what I mean exactly it, 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 you know it's not mm-hmm. their fault if their parents or their grandparents never showed them that they could be something other than yeah. this hamster on a wheel mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it takes the sting out because you're like, I can't even be mad at you. It's not yeah. your fault. Yeah. Actually, like, I feel sorry for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel sorry for my mom. I feel sorry for my grandpa that they were never taught to be something. You know yeah. what I mean? They just taught to survive, like, and never taught to, like, be something. <clears throat> I feel sorry for the homies that didn't, you know, wasn't taught that. Like, you know, like, it's, it's not to be glamorized. I feel empathy for it, like that you you won't ever have that self-love or that confidence to create something like uh substantial for yourself. Yeah. And um and that's the thing. Once you lose that, the the confidence in yourself, <coughs> the self-love and worrying about 
what this person's talking about, what this person's going to think. Yeah, that's kind of like the beginning of like, you know, that's where a fork in the road, fork yeah. in the road's like, you don't get to one, like you kind of almost create them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people think, oh, I got to a fork in the road. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. you know what I mean? Like, like, for you, real. You, like you create Big facts. Fork. You know what I'm saying? Like. Big facts. Like. You just hit Joe like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like For real. No, for real. Like, I think I think that's a big, like, misconception. It's like, oh, I came to the fork. You don't come to the fork in the road. Like, you the one that made the fork in the for, road. Bro, the fork in the road, like, was the world crashing down on me. Yeah, nobody wants the, like, fork the fork in the road. Oh. Nobody wants to have a fork in the road. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's not, like, tight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel it's you. Like, that means, like, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's just at that point where there's no other option. You're either going to sink or swim. Like, yeah. So... That's why I ain't seen the. That's why I feel like I haven't seen a fork in a long time because I vi- I don't visualize forks. I visualize straight paths. Like in my head, I see a path. Like and then you know, and it's like a it's like a long road like leading out. But I like see all the way down the road, and there's like there's not a fork. It's just like a two lane highway. Yeah. With the poles up, and we just cruising. As <laughs> I love it. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. I you love know it. What Let's yeah. go. Like poles is going. Yeah. You know what I mean? The top's down. Yeah. And then we're just like <coughs> cruising through Arizona, like with no end in sight. And that's just like what we on right now. That's what I'm on. It's like ain't no forks. There's no lefts. There's no rights. It's yeah. just straight to where the fuck we headed. Like you know. And there's, there'd be people in the way and we just run them over and just hit them like. I love it. And I don't care. Like, I don't have like sympathy for that. You know, yeah. leaving people. Yeah. Running people over, yeah. you know. Like. Um, Shout out to the Marshawn Lynch in here with yeah. that. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, over and over and over and over you know? again. <laughs> over and over and over oh. again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and that, and that's just you know what it is, bro. So I love gotta, it, man. You gotta, you gotta stay straight, man. Stay focused, and this shit's a marathon, dude. Like, for real. If you think it's a sprint, then that's just what it's gonna be for you. you yeah. Know? Like, I've seen so many people come out here and get sent packing back home. Like, you know, one week it was all good. Next week you going back to fucking Kansas or wherever the fuck you came from. For like, real. Which talking talking about how fucking like. The fake LA is and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how the majority of people that talk about how fucking fake or like plastic or uh, fucking heartbreaking LA is are not from here. No, exactly. And they're lazy as shit. Yeah. They're lazy as fuck. Like, you're like, dude, you just gave up and started being a waitress. Shut up. Like, yeah. how are you going to say if people are faking? It's cruel here. And you've never been treated with cruelty, like. At the same time, it's just like what you spoke on earlier. It's like, how you gonna know what you want if you never like went to find out what it is? Because even for me, you know, I realized the music management shit wasn't what I wanted to do. I had a very strong gift with people, but I was just letting my acceptance in that realm overpower, like simmer. Yeah, comfy. Like it's gonna work though, Mm -hmm. right? But then now that now I realize, I'm like, bro, like. If it cracked off, I'd still be unhappy. Yeah. As shit. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? But yo, I'm gonna tell you this. You have one of the most incredible journeys, and and I cannot wait to just continue to see what you do in this world, in this creative space, and also within yourself. And I can't wait to have you back on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like this was one and, of the and, most. And man, I re- I like I appreciate this because. This might have been the first time like that I did this, so yeah. it's actually uh, pretty therapeutic. You know what I mean? Because mm. there's a lot of stuff like you just repress and you don't yeah. talk about, and there's like these 
you know, there there's these different traumas and these these different things, and um, it, the list gets the list gets so long that you know you just don't even want to dive into this, dive into how much fucked up shit happened and how yeah. many people died and how many people got shot and all this. Yeah. You know, you just kind of just I just want to block it out and start this new life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's kind of what happened. But it's always good to like you know realize like you know really what it is, and you know you. It don't take you back until you say it out loud, you know. For sure. And then you're like, damn, that really did happen, like type shit, you know, like damn, that's wild. You we know? really did all that. I we really got through all that. Yeah. But, but also to reflect on like the past 13 years that you've just been on go mode, and to like just give yourself the chance to reflect on what you've overcome and what you you've uh, um, been successful at. You yeah. Know? And, and 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 it's because it's just like the contrast of my life is just so different. Yeah. That I get it, you know. Yeah. I get that this shit don't happen to everybody. Like, I get everybody doesn't just get to do what they want for a living. Like, I appreciate it, and I'm just so super grateful. Like, because I was like I said, I worked hard to yeah. get to that, get to this point. Just know it, it was an honor for us. Yeah, yeah. nah, man, for, for, me, for real, for like, real. yeah, like for real. for real, like it was that special for us. Yeah, and yeah. like I, I, I couldn't be happier having you feel that way. You yeah, know what I mean. Um, and just like, I'm just glad that we're, we're able to, you know, tap into this, this foundation of that story, right? Outside of the, so let's run through your resume list of like what the like focal points of external views is, right? Um, but the, that's the beauty of it. Like at the end of the day, bro, like people get so paralyzed looking forward in life. Naturally, your story is complete opposite of that, but there's a beauty in being able to stop and just look back. Mm-hmm. And a la, like, you know, Steve Jobs' Stanford commencement speech, like, when you look back, you start seeing the dots connect. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you feel me? because never sometimes be you don't even realize, you don't even realize that, that that was dots being connected. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, they may not have been dots. They may have been somebody saying something. Yeah, yeah, been, exactly. It may have been an event. Yeah. It may have been a, a, a traumatic experience. Exa- right? Exactly. But you look yep. back and it's just aligning. Exactly. Um, it's almost freaky to see it come around. It's like sure. fucking creepy. It's like, yeah. wait. You know what I mean? It's like, wait, so that was why this is that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Crazy. You know, and it's like, holy shit. Like, you know, like, damn, I never even thought that thing. Like, you know. For sure. Or didn't think that this, uh, this years later it would just hit me. Like, you know. Yeah. Or whatever the case. Uh, you know, it, it's, like I said, that stuff, you know, is definitely, you know, anybody going through whatever good bad if it's fucked up you know it's it's a it's a shitty situation however you want to call it like like you gotta love it love that you know what i mean the quicker the quicker you go to love the struggle the easier all this shit is bro like for real it ain't that easy if you love it you know what i mean it's like it's like it's like somebody saying like oh like a fat person they're like oh you're fat he's like okay like i've heard that a million times like you know Like, come with a new joke. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, if struggle gets old, then it's like, okay, you got to come with a new a new uh, experience for me. Like, for you know real. what I'm saying? That that one, I, I, didn't, I didn't got that one now. Yeah. I need a new experience. Like, you know? For sure. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, those, Absolutely. those, those experiences make you, man. They, one they, billion they, they percent. They really do, man. And like I said, at the end of it all, everything I told y'all, the ups and downs, and it's some people have to, like, you know, not here today. Because of it to mm-hmm. learn the experience, yeah, which is even a, a whole other thing. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, like damn, some people, some people, like some people have to not be here in order for certain people to learn experiences. That's big, you know. Facts. And you know, some people are just like some yeah. people. 
it makes you think like maybe some people are just like sacrifices for someone else's growth or experiences. Mm. Like, you know, mm. like maybe that's what you were supposed to do. You was only supposed to get to 19 to give off a experience for whoever the next person, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like everyone's just supposed to live to your 80 and yeah. gray in the hair. Like, no, you're not, you know? It's wild. You know, this shit is already preordained for us. So it's like, maybe that's what his purpose was, like, you know? Like, uh, or whoever, like, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's kind of that. And, you know, I'm just trying to increase my purpose and, you know, I build on that, man. And Where can people find you? Man, you can find IG, M.Fromair, M-D-O-T, F-O-R, M-A-Y-O-R. Uh, a lot of my information is on there. Uh, line, we got my uh, line, Death the Cool dropping soon and different uh, <laughs> art showings. I got a few art shows coming up and yeah, a lot of shit with my clients and just stay, they stay tuned. It's a lot of shit going on. Incredible. <laughs> well, thank you, man. This, this is absolutely Yo, Thank you guys, incredible. man. Yeah. Very cool, man. Thank yeah. you. This Amazing is story. <laughs> thank you. Man. And we out this motherfucker.